Light them up, boys. It's another fun-filled episode of the Cleveland Moto Podcast. The uh, So we're back on regular schedule. Now we, you know, it's, it's what Cleveland's used to. It's cold. Straighten right? everything out. Mm-hmm. Straighten it out. Like, yeah. straighten it out. There you go. Straighten it out. Thank you, but it's only okay. going to be cold 60 degrees for two or three days, and it's going up to 70 and then back up to 80. So. Get the fuck uh, out of here, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So we're, we're just going to, this is just that little taste. This is what... Spirit Halloween stores really like. Yeah. Spirit Halloween stores love it when, like, halfway through September, they get a cold strike. Yeah. And it's like, well, shit, I need to get my mask together. I need to get my costume together right now. I was thinking about that um, riding into work because I was like, I live for Halloween. Halloween is my fucking Christmas. And no Theater Bazaar this year, no hearse rally. Like, all the things that I love to do, all the creepy shit I love, ain't happening. Right. And it's just, it's off. Like, all that shit's off the schedule. Now, with the DGR coming up, that's still on, that's but it's Sun- weird, right? It's next Sunday. Yeah. And it's uh, Ride Together Apart. Yeah. It's one of those deals. Okay. So, it's basically choose your own adventure. They are not letting us have any get-togethers. So, fuck that. Like, like they don't even want to see DGR Cleveland is going to meet at, you know, Nanny's Barn, and we're going to go on a ride from Nanny Barn to whatever. They are saying straight up, we will de-invite you. We will, wow. yeah. So they're making it very clear. And DGR will help you with a Facebook page and things like that. Um, if you don't, if you're not Facebook literate, they'll build you a Facebook Pussy. page and stuff. Well, if you're using that and you're like saying that you're going to have a group ride and a group to get there, they're going to shut you right off. Wow. So they're making it very clear. They want you to go earn your donations, get your pledges and all that shit. But they absolutely do not want large groups of people riding together. Um, I think I'm gonna on Sunday, like not this Sunday. It's next Sunday, the 27th. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hop on my bike and just take a, a nice long run. Just gonna take a nice long ride. Where do you want to meet up at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no. Here's the thing, though. This is our COVID bubble, right? Like we've we've established this a while ago, and we've all yep. been pretty smart about it. So why yep. can't we get together and ride a DGR? And ride? that's a and that is an interesting. Just don't tell DGR about. It. Well, and that's another sure. thing too. Is if I want to dress up and ride with you idiots, and we're gonna dress up and ride with you idiots, that's fine. We can all do that. Right. And uh, there are some groups. Uh, there are rumblings. You know, I'm sort of in the middle of this storm, and I get these messages that are about like, oh, we're gonna meet at so and so's house, and you know. We're not saying how many people there's going to be, but, you know, don't be stupid. <laughs> that don't be stupid covers a lot of shit. I mean, there's a lot of real estate on don't be stupid. Isn't that kind of what we do, though? I, I was going to say, if you've ever hung out in Cleveland, you'll know that that is exactly what happens. So, yeah, it, it's only a matter of time until don't be stupid turns into somebody falling in the fire. <laughs> and then they don't have COVID anymore. I guarantee it wasn't the COVID that killed them. Purification. But it will be so COVID, not a ride. Even if you're not a ride. Not a ride off not a ramp. Right. Yeah, that's exactly it. Not a ride. Absolutely under any circumstances. So yeah, that's uh, that's cool. To my left, Dan Kromke. Daniel and you said today you couldn't find Shandy. The Shandy is gone. The Shandy's gone, wow. dude. For the for the rest of the season? I was not at the store. Yeah. Uh, at Market Garden. I, I was I hoping. I saw the varieties and stuff. I saw that they had the pumpkin. So they had the pumpkin there, but they didn't have any of the cheaper lines of uh, pumpkin spice flavored alcohol. 
So I bought another 30 pack and natter days. <laughs> so we can, I stocked the college fridge with more natter days. We're set. Oh, We're good for all winter. You're laid in. We're laid in for the winter. <laughs> I figured, I figured that it was a good idea to grab them. Cause I know that as they're changing the seasonal beers, you're not going to keep a beer with a flamingo on the label through the winter time. No, 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 no dice. No. It's, it's a good thing those are going to last for the next year and a half. They are going to last for a little while. That's it. Polishing off maybe three or four of them per weekend. We're going to get a lot. We're going to get a lot of real estate. Have out of you thought life. about trying to get a male thirty pack and a female thirty pack and see if they'll breed them? Breed, them? breed them in captivity. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That would be getting those Bud Light things that he had, those flavored Bud Lights, <laughs> and putting them next to the Natter Days. And oh, then we'd man. have little ponies. It, it, yeah, I'm just imagining the mutations that it would come out of that unholy. That's all it would be. It would uh, just be crap. Little Kings comes out of that. Yeah, it would be Little terrible. Kings. That would be Little Kings. Yeah. That would, that would be the right the right offspring. I remember that was the thing in high school. Man. I drank like nine Little yeah. Kings. Right. Or I nine beers. Well, right. What were they? <laughs> little Kings. kings. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'd have Mondays that tasted like vomit and had a headache. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. And to Dan's left, Chris Smith. Chris Smith. And Chris Smith brought us a fucking, once again, abiding by the rule of the more packaging that a bottle has, the better it is. Right. And yeah. That is, uh, yeah. So here we get the E.H. Taylor Jr. It's it looks mortar. like a mortar. This is, yeah, I mean, I got it, is, it is like a mortar. Yeah. You could probably, this would be a hell of a mortar, too. We but this just, the night? this just feels <laughs> somebody like somebody will. You know, Chris, this just feels like quality. Yeah. It does. It feels like quality. It, That's it what is. she said. And, you know, we, I, um, if you get a chance, what is it? Uh, what's the documentary that's on uh, thing right now for the bourbon documentary? Uh, oh, oh, I don't know. Uh, you'll have to bear with me. But it's called Neat. Thank you. It's called Neat. Oh, so I saw watch the bourbon documentary. It's called Neat. It is wonderful. It, I learned all kinds of great information that I didn't know about bourbon before, including bottled in bond. So that's uh, that's our that's your quality assurance right there. That's your your guarantee of a product of what has not been stepped on. So that was cool. So I fantastic. Looking forward to that a lot. So here's here's one of the questions is. Uh, the Progressive Motorcycle Show will not be at our normal location this year. It will not. <laughs> it will fucking not. But I did see that they, they, I did get a Motorcycle Show email today. Me too. So what's up with that? They're well, I think the on... left hand is not aware of what the right hand or who the right hand is touching. Yeah. The, uh, I think that's a real case. So our IX Center has officially closed. And uh, the IX Center Just is... Just this week. Right. Like within the past few days. Go get him, little ninja. Uh... Within just a couple of days, the IX Center has closed. Gone They've out had, of business. Yeah, out of business. Well, but they lost, I and mean, what it seemed to me is that they lost their operator. Yes, that's the Park Corporation, right. which was leasing it from the city of Cleveland. Correct. Okay. I looked into it a little yep. bit. City of Cleveland purchased that property in 2001. Along with the airport, right? Yeah, they did a, land, the they did a land swap yeah. with the city of Brooklyn. Right. They gave Brooklyn NASA, Brook Park, Park excuse yeah. me, they gave Brook Park nasa yep and they took the ix center and then purchased the property i'll tell you what nasa's still in business i would much rather have nasa <laughs> right now i'd much rather have NASA. <laughs> they're still paying rent right exactly. well the, the the ultimate goal i think with that was so they had they could expand runways and yes. stuff they could eventually so oh well, yeah this might be the time that that happens so I, I heard nobody wants to build runways because nobody's flying nobody's right. flying at the moment i heard a rumor that the guy that ran it or whatever yeah had an apartment above it or yes in it. and i don't doubt that Okay. Um, he strike. He always struck me. You know, he would buy these strange sculptures. He like a lot of weird shit was in that building. Like just rando stuff. Like yeah, like I need a, sure. I need a nine foot leopard 
you know, um, <laughs> or the I, mechanical yeah, weird right, dudes. Yeah, I, right, I need transforming robots that just need to be there. Like he just bought yeah. weird stuff and he had a big giant million square foot building to put it in. God bless his heart. Yeah, right. right. I and would like to see that place go back to its original purpose. Building yeah. fucking tanks, right? <laughs> well, but I like drones and stuff oh, okay, like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like modern military hardware. Oh, I mean, you think about it. That's a beautiful space that you could put a million square foot of manufacturing in. It was originally built to build B-52 bombers. It was built to build uh, tanks and aviation. It so, started yeah. out with yeah. bombers. Yep. And then after that, then it went Became into the tank tanks factory. and stuff like yep. that. Exactly. You're right. So I really do... So we know that it's not, we, we can tell you right now, the IX Center next year, um, I don't think we'll be having the motorcycle share there. So all of the tricks that we learned at sneaking in of the past 20 years, um, we got to learn new tricks. I don't know, though. I mean, if like uh, the organizer said, hey, can we lease it for a weekend? I'm honestly surprised that for the past six months, they haven't been leasing it to United to park the planes indoors. Right. right. Because they've got a couple of hundred aircraft parked out there in the sunshine, in the rain, soon to be in the snow. Right. Out, out of doors with plastic covering all the windows and whatnot. There's a million square feet with hangar doors. And the right. doors are supposedly like the largest in America, yeah. in the world or something like There's that. There's nothing you Open. can't put through those doors, right? Biggest garage doors in the world. Yeah. So why isn't United throwing them a bone or and have a nice heated indoor storage for a bunch of airplanes, I guess? True. So Because well, United's losing their ass. Also true. Uh, also yeah. true. But I yeah. bet you, if anything, they'll just move to the Huntington Convention Center. Right. You know, totally. Yeah. That place is huge. It is huge. And I bet you it's been a bite in their ass for the past 20 years having all the events go to the IX Center right. when we got two beautiful convention centers downtown right. that are getting underused. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, that might make the show more interesting with sure a lot will. of local drinking holes and stuff right by the right show. Right across the street. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. So it's a, a short stumble to good food and good drink. Yeah, yeah. that's absolutely true. And then to his left. Steve Hoffer. Over in the corner, man. I can barely see you. We are social distance like a motherfucker. No, I was social distance all week while I was waiting for my COVID to come back. <laughs> you got, you had you the do? COVID. You had the COVID Negative. score. Negative. Yeah. Give no, it another my, try. My, don't don't like give up. Time. Don't give up. Study <laughs> harder. My wife put out on a like the family email. Yeah. Dad is negative. <laughs> and they came came back. What else is new? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you thought we were the only ones that called you the grumpy sewer guy, right? Dad is negative. Yeah, no shit. And then to his left? Johnny Mac. Hey, and? Oh, to his left. Okay. And to me. Move quickly. And? And Steve Sleepy. And your humble editor, Phil Waters. So, so tonight, hats off to the people who rode their bikes today because it's a little chilly. It's getting there. You're, I'll be riding home. You were going to be riding home. Now, that's the trick because we did a warranty work on your Pants fuel gauge. Pants off to you. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah exactly. So you got picked up, uh, Chris Smith Chris even got me. Right, they asked me if you want to make five bucks the hard way and drive me here. And drive me yeah, exactly. I was like, and boy could, oh boy, we could pay your, all uh, giggles and grins. We could pay your uh, Uber out of the Patreon account. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> pay to move you. But the uh, but yeah, I'm glad that worked out, and yeah. it was you know like we said, it's a giggle putting the fuel sending you in your bike. It's yeah, it was nothing to worry hilarious. about. It was just it's going to be nice to have no how much have an actual gas gauge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, that, that's a fucking cool thing. Yeah. And uh, I noticed that Steve, you rode the police bike, right? So you rode the police BMW, and I rode the police Harley Davidson. So yeah, we got our law enforcement is. Uh, Ex-law enforcement is represented well in our parking lot today. Well, since I couldn't go to work for a week, I was working on stuff. Yeah. So nice. I, had the opportunity. So I had to do back brakes on it and I put a new exhaust on it because it was loud. I hate loudness. Right. So now it's silent. 
Yeah, yeah it now is. it's the way it should be. Yeah. I right. thought you shut it off when you pulled in and it was still running. Like, yeah. It's really quiet. It's a really now quiet. I want to take it someplace. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and you it. scared that Harley guy that you went past him. Oh, yeah. He didn't hear you coming. I heard no, there's not too a busy ride combing next his weekend. bald head. What's that? <laughs> I said, I heard there's not a ride next weekend. No, there's not a ride next weekend. You'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, yeah, we could just make it all law enforcement. We could ride our law enforcement vehicles. John could ride his military KLR. We could we could do a. You know, it'd be fun if you guys kind of put some kind of lights on them, and then like you just chased us. <laughs> that could in progress. That could happen. No problem. Yeah, I was gonna say I still have the reds and blues that came off my bike. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Um, I used to have a set of reds and blues because I used to do those R1100 RTPs. Uh-huh. So I, I, over the years, I had acquired the red and blues for the BMWs and I managed to have a couple of those hiding around, kicking around for a while and used them on a project or something. But I really want an ODOT bike. I want yellow and green. Yellow, see, exactly. <laughs> yep. The, uh, I went with the, the ambers and the highway lights on that thing. So I did the amber lights on the front. And they're very fucking bright. And I forget that all the time. It's like, oh, they're amber. That's nice and friendly. Except for the fact that I, they're very fucking, they're very hot, you know? So, and because they're LEDs, they don't know any upper registers. So they, they, they shine at the signs as equally as they shine at the ground. So they need to have a nice visor on them. There's nothing better they than blare. like having the, yeah. the, the yellow LEDs, the amber LEDs. Yeah. You're driving on the highway and like a mile and a half in front yeah. of you, the signs are glowing All the yellow. signs, yeah. you can read an exit sign yeah. in the next county. Yeah. They're amazing. Or how, in the rain, yeah. They. In the rain, it's yeah. good. I, yeah. I love the ones on that van. Yep. Those things work. The fog lights in Japanese vehicles oh are well God. engineered. They are excellent. Yeah. They're very well engineered. Big surprise. Not not a huge shocker there. I was I was watching a I got I got sucked into a YouTube hole and uh, there's a guy in Japan. He like goes to all the Japanese car shows. Mm-hmm. And that of uh, what are you the whatever that thing is the Daihatsu Aventador whatever you have the, the Avanzato yeah Lamira Avanzato he's, he's at a Japanese car show with like a million Japanese cars yeah. and he paused to go out in the parking lot to, to check that car to out. see a Daihatsu yeah. Miro Avanzato because it's not even common TRXX there. yeah yes exactly they're weird little fucking cars man yeah, it's yeah. a it's it's among car fetishy weird people yeah. that's a weird car yeah yeah that's a that's a strange little car. I'm am desperately hunting CV joints for it right now. Oh no! Yeah. Well, you know, it's a front wheel drive car. You have that. You know. Speaking that, of weird little things, I heard you had a new purchase. So we did right behind us in the room with us and barely knew it. If it was up your butt, you might not know. Um, is a Honda fifty, and I, that is the official Express. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Express fifty. It's a two cycles, two stroker. With oil injection. A noped. It's a noped, exactly. And one of the strange things about this is it has a Kickstarter, but don't you dare fucking kick it. You wind it up like a clock. So you give it three strokes. And then after the third stroke, you pull the brake lever. And when you pull the brake lever, it recoil starts. It returns all that energy into the cr- in the kicker. It is a ratchet recoil, a- like the old Briggs and Stratton Lamo right? Exactly. Yep. And so that's the way those work. And it's remarkably complete. It has the cover for the carburetor. It has the cover for the uh, the airbox and the, the legs. So for being a 1980 nearly worthless thing, all of its parts are there, you know? And it's not. The, it's the highly desirable sapphire powder blue. Sapphire powder blue, as opposed to the yellow. Yellow, yeah. Right. 
the urine, dog urine yellow. These ones apparently go like one or two miles an hour fast. Oh, they are? The blue <laughs> ones are faster? That's good to know. Uh, Dude, does Owens make uh, in, inserts for the shock? They should, right? Yeah, because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you that whatever that vehicle is, it's the cheapest thing you could buy in 1980. Yeah. Right? Because the Chinese invasion hadn't happened. Yeah. So, like, that is the cheapest gasoline-powered motor vehicle, I'm guessing that you could buy in 1980. And the Senior Express, too. Yes, the Express, by the way. Which, yeah. which the Senior had smaller tires. Oh. It had a flat deck. Oh, that's right. Yes, the Senior had the little wheels. Yeah, the little yeah. wheels, flat deck. It was more deck. like a scooter. Yeah. Smaller than 14. Right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I've already looked, and we can't get mid-Ohio knobbies for that thing, so no. 14, <laughs> 14 knobbies will not fit. Man, I'm tempted. I don't know whether to... Dude, there's got to be a bicycle tire a that fits that. Water I'm pretty sure you can duck walk that thing through a mud hole. Oh, yeah. I might have to. Hit. That smells too good not to drink. All right. All right. Anybody else wants to well, jump on this train? I will. I'll, 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 I'll grab a glass. I'll take a glass. I'll take a glass. Let me smell this. You want, you want some help carrying there, Steve? I don't think I can put an ice cube in I don't know. I think else? I need to have that no ice cube. I think that's all just three with a little bit of so water. So you, that you was said in there the bourbon documentary was yeah, meat it's, it's with an M or N with an with a neat. Nora Nora yeah, yeah. Nora Ecker. That, Echo. that yeah. makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah neat. Um, which is how I'm drinking this with just literally four or five splashes of like drops of water in it to open it up. Spritzes. Spritzes. Thank you. I spritzed it myself. <laughs> well, I put the ice cube in it, let the ice cube melt a little bit. <laughs> chill uh, the glass. Chilled the glass a tiny bit. And then, you know, ice cube's now in the, in the yard. If anybody needs the ice cube, it's in the grass over there. The name is Waters. Phil Waters. Phil Waters. <laughs> That's right. The, so yeah. I've, got a, uh, I've got an adventure that I'm going to be going on the day after the, den- the Gentleman's Not a Ride. And so after the Distinguished Gentleman's Not a Ride, I'm leaving and going to deliver one of my small cars in Oklahoma City. And then I'll be going from Oklahoma City. Home of the Unabomber. Home of the... That's right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Ta-da! And uh, so I'll be using a U-Haul trailer behind my no, E350 van. No, that was the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah. That was the... Yeah, that was McVeigh. McVeigh right? Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Right, oh. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, get your terrorists correct. They're on the playing cards. No, a terrorist. And... <laughs> so then I'm going to deliver the little pow to the buyer who's in Oklahoma City and then drop the U-Haul trailer there be done with that. But I'm going to take my Versa Hall. So the search is on to find a vehicle in Oklahoma City. Now, my ultimate destination is Phoenix because in Phoenix, I'm going to start my Highway 89, the Grand Caravan 89, which is my route heading north out of Phoenix on America's most scenic highway. Sitch. Which I will ultimately end up in Montana at the <laughs> a pine class. Thank you. So when you say a vehicle that you're looking for in Arizona, you said Versa Hall, which would imply you're taking a motorcycle, which would I don't know. I'm trying to understand yeah. what's going on. So what's going on is I'm going to start with a Nissan Pow. With a trailer, with car a tr- hauler. With a car hauler from U-Haul next door. Behind a pickup truck or the van? Behind my big van. Behind the big yeah, van. Behind okay. the E350. And then I'll set that up for sleeping. I'm going to be living in that van for two weeks. Okay. And then I'll, once I get in Oklahoma and I dump the, uh, I dump the trailer and the car off, then I'll slide the, the Versa Hall out of the van and put it on the back where it belongs. Okay. And at that point, I will procure some two-wheeled vehicle. You're looking for a motorcycle or a nice maxi scooter or something? Something, something that will be fun to ride when I'm doing all the exploration angle. 
of the 89 Grand Caravan. So the right, you know, what we're calling this event is the 89 Grand Caravan, Route 89 Grand Caravan for being the worst possible car that you could take on it. And we're gonna do it in the spirit of the Babe Rally and the Lemons thing. It's cheap transportation doing irresponsibly long journey. So you're not gonna abandon the van though. No, no. You're gonna I'm not. take the van with the with some sort of two-wheeled motorcycle right. on the back. Yeah, I'm gonna throw something on the back of it. But you'll be able to stop somewhere yep. and be like, you know what? I'm gonna go check this out exactly. on the bike. Leave the van. The van's not gonna be any fun or excitement. Throw the bike on the ground and then go explore on the bike. And you know, you know how it is with the motorcycle. You can see things you couldn't normally see, you know? And what bike pray tell? would don't be the yet. best have item. no idea there's and no you don't want to just take a bike with you no i don't it's no that's fun. not exciting it's not exciting at all well and what are you thinking though are you looking for small displacement are you looking for a pig like you know what i'm looking for a klr 650 or smaller really and i just sold my my other klr 650 but i'm not looking for necessarily a klr 650 okay but i'm looking for the ideas it's got to be a wr 250 Something like that. Yeah. Something in that range. Um, something that's going to be easy to put on and off the Versa Hall, right? Something that would be fast and easy to strap in. Something that's enough to grab me and, you know, gear, because I'm going to be in every weather condition, right? And something that if I want to go, go fuck off, you know, because I'm going to be on going to the Sun Road. I mean, that going to the Sun Road is magical when I mean, you're driving up a fucking glacier. So... It would pay to have some kind of a cool bike if I could, you know, get a little bit of dirt under it. Wouldn't hurt me. So I'm on, uh, I'm on Oklahoma City's Facebook Marketplace and on their Craigslist and everything else, looking for anything with, you know, knobby tires at this point. DRZ, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I just sold my DRZ. So yeah, I'm. It's literally I'm looking at all the bikes I just sold. I check Adventure Rider. Those guys. Sure. All, that's a good. They. That's they a have, good Most of those guys take care of their shit. Yep. And a lot of it's west. It's out there. That's yes, where it is. A lot of the stuff is. And that's a really really good idea too. The the one thing I've noticed is the prices are higher than they were last year. Huh. Motorcycle oh, yeah. prices have gone up decidedly. Um, Nineteen eighty eight. Honda NX 650, <laughs> okay. a bike we all love. And this is no prom queen. This is not, you know, this is 11,000 miles on it. And it's, you know, it needs tires. It needs everything. Um, that's $2,200. Hmm. That's, that's a pretty good price 10 years ago. You know, these things were getting down in the 1500 range. So that's the one that I found that was, I was looking at that as being like, that's a really good investment. But a 2004 Kawasaki KLR, that's the red one or the yeah. burgundy one. Yeah. Um, four thousand bucks. Oh, that's yeah. steep. Yeah. Oh, well, KLRs are they're going KLRs are forty one hundred. Yeah, forty one hundred for it, virtually any I've KLR. I've said that a million times though. It's almost better just to buy a new one if you it really is. wanted one. I totally agree. There's not a huge discount on buying a used yep. one. But they don't make them anymore. Well yeah, that's true. yes. Yeah. So go buy a DR650 yeah. and you'll be just as happy. Right. That's yeah, true. It's the same 25-year-old technology. You know, if you want a little bit more dirt-oriented, then you mm -hmm. buy the Honda. Right. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the biggest thing is when you put that weight limit on it, you're trying to say, I want this bike to be lightweight so I can chuck it up on the ramp real yep. easy. I can chuck it up on the Versa Hall real easy. So having it be light enough that one dude can put it up and down on the thing is a real good idea. I, uh, I mean, I've had the KLR on my cheesy little aluminum rack. Yeah. And it works good on the back of the, you know, on the motor on your and everything. Yep. It's kind of heavy, though, for that. Yeah. Like, something lighter than a KLR would be nice. That's what I was thinking. Perfect. 
Well, yeah. 250 okay, but I'm not very happy with Honda's GR250. Calcium 250. So that's why I'm saying the WR250 because right. they say that WR250 is is got a some real motor there. Yeah. It's like it's like a 450, but yep. in the, you know, well, because it's a five valve engine, I think. Yeah, yeah. And true. I mean, like, the, there's people traveling around the world on the WR250, yeah. just for that very reason. And there's no light. shortage of E-Stroms out there for 3,900 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Honda NC700, which is the Dullville. So you I mean you can get the the Dullville that 2010 Dullville for 3600 bucks, but that's kind of a big bike. I mean that's getting into a You're heavy not, machine. That, that would yeah. suck to that's put a bagger. Or oh that. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you have heavy enough equipment. You could do it, but yeah. still, you want something that's easy on, easy off. Bam, yeah, bam. I don't want it to be like, eh, I don't know if I want to go through the trouble of unloading that fucker. Wait, so, so this Versa hauler is on an 89. No, no, no. It's on his three quarter ton van. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Versa Hall is on the back of my full size Ford Econ. I was going to say, how is that inch and a quarter receiver? Oh no, no, out? it's the, the the name of the the name of the adventure that we're doing. The name of the adventure is called the '89 Grand Caravan. Yeah, only because uh, one of our friends, Ben Lamberton, when we were when I stole the idea from him about doing this road rally from you know the bottom of Route 89 to the top of Route 89, and then culminating it at the Going to the Sun Road, um, I I just stole his idea completely and ran with it and then i even stole his name for it which is the 89 grand caravan which is brilliant because that's the kind of bullshit we end up driving because you know you can do it in a two thousand dollar vehicle or you can do it in a one thousand dollar vehicle and there's points associated with it so you know the, the shittier and cheaper your car the more points associated with the achieving of the goals scavenger hunt style now i know it's for cars yes does is it okay so two wheels is out but what about something with three wheels my god <laughs> that's so we i thought about this there being this class this class system would be like the basic class we'd originally with the babe rally we had did it with 500 hundred dollar cars mm -hmm. it's really really hard to have a 500 hundred dollar car that's road worthy for a 1600 mile trip right yeah you should have a leper <laughs> class for like cars with more than like 50 percent rust that's another good well yeah and so we figured that there would be three classes we figured the class would be a thousand dollar car class right yeah. would be like you're going to get a whole lot of points for every goal you achieve thousand yeah. dollar car class <laughs> and then we thought there could be the three thousand dollar class which is like virtually like that's a pretty decent car yeah, yeah, right yeah. three thousand dollar car you class you get a toyota corolla and drive it for two hundred ninety thousand more miles exactly for $3, right. and then we thought there would be the um touring class which would be like drive whatever the fuck you got you're going to get the minimum number of points but you're gonna have a really nice ride it's gonna be a beautiful trip bring your family along whatever um but then we thought there could be the ridiculous class or the hysterical vehicle class, yeah. which the hysterical vehicle class, you would get the same points that the guys in the thousand dollar class would get in the shitbox class. You'd get the same points because your vehicle was stupid. What did they, what did they call that for the, the flat track? It was an inappro inappropriate, inappropriate, yeah. Yeah, inappropriate, yeah, inappropriate class. class. Yeah. So you do like the inappropriate class. And then you're instantly lumped in with the thousand dollar cars. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I All mean, right. it's a great way. And you bring something with three wheels on it. Yeah. yeah. No shit. You're going to be in with a thousand dollar cars. You know, you buy, you honestly bring half the shit that's in front of my store right now. <laughs> and you're going to be in the inappropriate class, the yep. hysterical vehicle class. So that's the idea by not not motorcycle related at all. Yeah, just, really, the you know, hearse, the Japanese the hearse. Oh, yeah, man, exactly. That would be awesome. Yeah. You you <laughs> should get double points for the hearse. You know what? Fuck it. I'm, I think for the hearse, we'd be just fine taking the regular thousand dollar car points or the you know. So like you know, you go get a picture of a weird thing, you do it in a nice car, a regular car that might get you ten points. 
but you do it in a hysterical vehicle, that's 30 points. Oh, just stop at every funeral home, every Chinese restaurant. Yes, every- absolutely. <laughs> and then, you know, every day, every day, one of the, every day is going to be um, goals that you have to achieve. You're not going to know about it in advance. Go to the Japanese cultural center exactly. of every city. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Go to a strip club and get pictures with all the girls in front of your vehicle. Wham. Right? Harder than you think at lunch. Oh, come on. Lunchtime's a great time to go. But I'm Not saying, get them out. Oh, right, yeah. right. Okay. Have you ever seen a stripper in broad daylight? Not no, really. No, 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 you don't. No. Not, don't rare, very rarely do you ever no, see a stripper in broad daylight. They don't look the same. In That's Portland, they, they, they were doing uh, um, <laughs> Only when they're Uber smoking a cigarette. So in Portland, to save the strippers, since the strip clubs are closed, they right. let them do Boober Eats, where strippers would bring you food in the daylight with pasties on Right on, man. I would I would go back How there. How do you to, know these? Things? I would go back there to order article, steak right? from Maggie. They actually they had the girls from yeah. uh, the Red Devil. Yeah, Lucky it Devil. Was, the Lucky Devil yeah. were the girls that were doing yeah. oh, Uber Eats. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you, you're you're on first name with all those girls, right? <laughs> I will. I will. Tell you, I would be honored to go back and give Maggie half a paycheck. Nice. Yeah, I felt like I felt like I got my good good nudity for dollar mm-hmm. very good ratio of because she's tall yeah a lot of girl there yeah there's a whole lot of woman there and i i felt i felt scared <laughs> <laughs> and that's worth an extra 20 bucks yeah. a little intimidation goes man. a long way <laughs> and i was gonna say when when she started imitating godzilla <laughs> when i was building little cities out of dollar we were john and i were building little cities out of money yeah and she would come out and imitate godzilla and crash them <laughs> Dude, I think I'd like strip clubs better if they did that kind of stuff more. That's all. That was the show. So yeah. everybody, that was at the, uh, I'm going to say it wrong, the Acropolis. Ah. I got it right that time. The Acropolis Steakhouse. But that was there at lunchtime show. Giant steak. I was just telling somebody food. about that steak, too. Yeah. It was like hanging off the plate. It was a great steak. I'm oh like, I'd God. have gone there. We went there for the steak. Yeah. 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 And we went back for the steak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was yeah. it. Like, like, not kidding. The food was great. The dancers were incredible incredibly smart and fun and interactive and wow. like so the steak was good but how was the roast beef <laughs> quarter miles over. i didn't get a chance to taste it they asked me how i wanted my steak cooked and i went like that i, <laughs> I asked for a couple samples but i wasn't yeah. able to get any just slice me off a piece just like that it'd, it'd be great as pink as all the parts i like right. well you know a strip club's what you make of it too and it, it all is. depends on who you go yeah. there with and everything like that i'm gonna know? tell you there were 20 people in that strip club when we were there that were sitting way back and weren't having a hell of a great time and we were sitting up in the front. We got our money's worth. We I mean, really I went to time. the one strip club in, uh, with my buddy for his bachelor party or whatever. And these two, you know, like, I'm the only one who sat up at the stage for a minute, you know. And then, like, look over here. And these two guys are talking about comic books. And these yeah. guys are over here. I'm like, okay, I guess this isn't your cup of tea. They're just in a bar that happens to have naked women invaded it. The, the best podcast was when he came back from his birthday from his strip club. <laughs> <laughs> White lightning and chocolate thunder. <laughs> Still, to this day. Yeah, that's going to be that's that, a very, that that's a very special episode. The, uh, so there is there's actually a lot, I mean, a lot of very interesting motorcycle news right now for people who are paying attention because we have, like, motorcycle dealerships are selling a shit ton of bikes. Motorcycles have sold a lot because at this point, certain people still have disposable income. So certain people are still spending money, but I think that the manufacturers may realize that's not something that's going to go on forever and they're going to be able to go on forever. 
And looking at some of the strategy from these companies looking into the next couple of years is really interesting. KTM is just tripling down in China. Like KTM is saying, we've seen what China has to offer, or we've seen what China has to offer, and we like it. Uh, for a long time now, you know, KTM is Austrian company, obviously major, major Austrian player. And they were kind of like the weird Austrian guys in the motorcycle world. And when you think about KTM, I, a lot of people miss out. I mean, KTM is also Husqvarna. Mm -hmm. It's also gas gas. So, I mean, that's that's a big thing. And they're part of this group called Pure Mobility AG. So AG is basically something that goes at the end of any you know, uh, automotive company mm -hmm. in uh, Europe. But Peerer is P-I-E-R-E-R. Automotive giant. E -R, automotive giant, yes. <laughs> and they do electric bikes. They do trials bikes. They do, obviously, the, the Husqvarna's and the KTM's and all that stuff. But they have said that the lineup for next year, they've got, KTM's got a 750 coming out, like everyone does, right? So KTM's got multiple 750's going to hit the street. Those are 100% made in China. And they're made by CF Moto. And that's a strange thing because CF Moto is CF Moto. They can make you some junk. Or Boy, they can. We have seen here at the building what level you can get with CF Moto. You can get some stuff that's pretty great or you can get some stuff that is really despicable. And so they've said that for that factory, they're going to be doing a 125 Duke and the RC125, obviously not for our market, a 200 Duke and a 200 RC, a 250 Duke. But here's the ones that matter. The, the 390 Duke and the RC390, the Schwarzpillion and the Witzpillion. So all the baby pillions. <laughs> so the pillions, uh, the 250 and the 401, because I believe that big pillion's been canceled. Oh, the 701's gone? I think that's canceled. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they're supposed to have a 701 adventure bike, too. That oh, really? really cool. Okay. Yeah. So those 250 and the 401 are both made in China, as well as the 250 and 390 Adventure are made in China. Wow. So that's where KTM's going. They have really thrown down with the uh, with the, the folks from CF Moto. Huh. So it's a, it's a really tough thing. When you start looking at that stuff, I was going through some of the Chinese news and some of the Chinese news stories, and they're really saying that all the single-cylinder and... Uh, Twin cylinder stuff is going to be CF Moto, uh, CF Moto functioning for KTM. Gotcha. So that's a really, really big deal for them. Do uh, they make anything other than single and twin cylinder bikes? I don't know. I think KTM's pretty much your adventure bikes are all your big yeah. twins, right? So I think that opens it up to everything. I mean, it's hard to keep a narrow adventure bike when you start going to three or four that's cylinders. Right. You know? That's right. exactly right. But even their like Dukes and Super Dukes, the 1290 Super yep. Duke is still a twin. And right. that thing yep. works, right. right? Oh my God, it's yeah. fierce. Absolutely. Um, amazingly powerful. So that's that's just crazy stuff when you start looking at how much how much they're committing to China. like, And... We also have to remember with China, too, there's what's called CKD, which are these complete knockdown units. Yeah. With a complete knockdown unit is a bike that is designed to beat all the tariffs. So yeah. uh, that's a company. Like, so that company, Harley-Davidson Motor Company, the way that they were, they were pretty happy because they were saying, they were claiming that 40% of their build was leaving in America. I don't know if I ever believed that 40% of their build was leaving America. I, I didn't. 
fucking fathom that. I, I find it hard to believe that the rest of the planet can buy enough big twins to compete with America, what we buy in big yeah, twins. Yeah, even they, if they were dumping them. Right. They were exactly. putting them on a barge and dumping them in the ocean just to say they were making sales. I have no idea what this, what it looks like, but what I did learn about was I learned about the Chinese manufacturing and yes, Harley Davidson is really embraced building stuff in China. The idea being that you can build things there as long as they're completely knocked down, as long as it's a complete knockdown unit, which means the, the unit has to be built in the country to avoid all of the tariffs. So think about that on American production level. America makes money when they, when we ship shit outside of America, when we build it here and it leaves here. Like that's a great way for us to add money to our system is build it here and have it leave here. The problem is if we build it here and it leaves here, but they don't pay a tariff on it because it only leaves here as a non-tariffable item. It's not a vehicle. It's just a part. And then it goes into a Chinese factory where it gets built there with 80% of Chinese content. No tariffs get paid to the American manufacturer. And it goes on record as being a bike that was made in China. That's fucking tough, man. If, if we look at trade gaps and if we look at our country making money for ourselves by selling shit to other people, you know, to our friends worldwide, part of it is you want to sell your, you know, Mercedes wants to sell their cars in America. And it doesn't benefit Mercedes a lot to have their cars built in America to beat a tariff. And so when I see more of these companies and you look at KTM is doing it, they want that attractive Chinese buyer. They want that attractive Indian buyer. But to do that, they're sacrificing a outside sale. Right. They're but, sacrificing building a whole built unit. Yeah. But look at the opportunity that that uh, Harley Davidson could have right now by building those 125s, by building the 250s, by building the 350s. I, agree. I mean, they can come out with a single cylinder. Yeah. Like like these SSRs are going yeah. off the shelf like like mad. Yeah. If they true. just spent their money on building just a small bike like that they don't they should what they need to do is not even call they don't have to call it a harley davidson i mean why are they dead set of calling it i mean they could keep their manufacturing right. plants running they could call it a screaming eagle right and not call it a harley and not piss off all the diet or a chirping guys. chicken or a, <laughs> right and that's in and people would buy it and then they would Dude, they would keep the factories the running. The under 300 market right now, or the under 400 market right now, is incredibly hot, but it's divided into a thousand different channels. Dude, right. if they came out with like a Grom killer and yeah. called it the Hardly Davison. Hardly Davison, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. They'd send a million of them. Yeah. Look at that marketing department <laughs> over there. And by that. Hardly Abelson. And by Harley <laughs> Davidson getting in bed with Chang Jang with Benelli. Oh, yeah. yeah. So by Harley Davidson getting in bed with Chang Jang, you know, Chang Jang is part of the the Geely group or Geely yeah. group, depending on where you're from. Look it up. Geely is huge. Geely's. Yeah. I just, I just, yeah. that came up in an article a couple yeah. weeks ago. I was reading. Yeah. I never heard of them, and they're the biggest car manufacturer in the world. Absolutely, it's yeah. insane. It's I, insane. Yeah. So what? What brand? They they actually make a Geely, right? Like, Geely makes a Rolls Royce. They make a copy of a Rolls Royce that Jeremy Clarkson drove around, and you know the guys from Top Gear drove yeah. around and. You know, it's kind of like, wow, you know, this is this is a Rolls Royce, but it's a thirty five thousand dollar Rolls Royce, wow. you know, hmm. instead of a three hundred thousand yeah, dollar right. Rolls Royce. So, yeah, because they, they're good at copying, yeah. not good at innovation. Right. So. The, the, the good news is when your job is replicating all the hard work that you've done. Right. That's pretty easy to do. Mm-hmm. So you save all the money on R&D and just go straight to manufacturing. Yeah. So but it's only got a thirty two hundred mile service ceiling. <laughs> right. Who fucking knows? Right. 
But maybe the executives who are buying it don't give a fuck. But we well, you know is, that's correct. Right. Right. And so, <coughs> but my fear with that is that if you take what used to be an export manufacturing, so if Harley Davidson, let's just say for the sake of argument, Harley Davidson used to make 50,000 motorcycles a year that got shipped out to other countries. But to beat the tariffs now, they don't build those bikes at all. They don't build them here. They build them somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Well, that's 50,000 bikes that aren't being made by Americans. And that's a problem. So yeah. that's something that we have to be careful of as we run more and more and more into like embracing like, I love the awesome $3,000 Chinese motorcycles, mm-hmm. you know, and we're not joking when we're telling you like, yeah, I can sell you a Benelli 302 for thirty nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. you know. And at thirty nine ninety nine, you're getting a motorcycle that goes over 100 miles an hour. And it's a twin cylinder bike and it's got eight valves and it's fuel injected and it kicks much ass. And when you compare it to the Honda or the KTM right. sitting next to it, that's yeah. a 300. Yeah. The quality is better, man. And we've ridden them head to head many times and the 302 is a better bike. Yeah. It feels better. It stops better. It corners better. It's just a better bike. Now, that right being now, said. Though, I mean, I would say right now it's a better bike right. because this is the initial run of all all these these ones coming out right but the ktm's made in china too yeah well what i'm yeah. saying is yeah. what i'm saying is a lot of times you'll see the initial one like uh like i like the sim symbols yes but the 2010 sim simba yep. is a decent excellent and i think it's an excellent copy of yeah. the super cup but you look at a 2011 sim simba and i wouldn't and there was quality keep, sag right yeah quality sag so yep. you i mean you would hope that this you gotta would be not careful happen. with the chinese products because you're gonna see that quality sag if you don't have an engineer right there it's gonna happen but right that's the thing like harley and these guys they're gonna have 20 guys living yeah. in china watching that shit yeah. all the time and that's that hard thing about saying okay well we're building it there to save to still get the units on the road, to still have people wearing Harley Davidson hats in China and, you know, Kuala Lumpur and right. Thailand and everywhere else. But in order to do that, we got to build them there. And then you're like, oh, fuck, man, that so stings. Do you think the shirts will have an American flag and a Japanese Ooh. or Chinese flag? No, my friend, I think they're only going to have an American flag. Yeah, I think they're only going to have an American. Uh, that's that's going to be it. That's going to be a real thing. See, that's a tough one. And as I was looking at that, um, reading that story about KTM, and it, it represents, by the way, it represents a ton of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, KTM's thrilled. KTM uh, is very happy to partner with CF Moto because it is going to do wondrous things for their stock because they are going to reach well, 10 that, million more customers. Don't you think that since they're a European company, they probably don't have some of the stigma that Americans do working with China? I, I don't know. That's a good, that's an excellent point. Yeah, I have no idea. Yep. We just had some. Uh, we just had some trade advisors in Taiwan, and uh, our trade advisors in Taiwan were woken up by the sound of the Chinese Air Force flying over, and you know, fuck you. That looks like Taiwan, but it's China, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you might think you're in Taiwan, but no, you're yeah, not. You're in China. China. Yeah. Remember that. So. Well, they they've already asked fuck Hong Kong. Well, they were F-16s that we built, though, so it's yeah. okay. So it's fine. Or they stole the design from. Right. Them. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was a, it was a CF Moto F sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> it's an F fifteen and a half. It looked exactly <laughs> like an F sixteen. One third as much horsepower. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't run on jet fuel. <laughs> it's a diesel. <laughs> Cost effective diesel. Yeah. You got to be careful. The glow plug doesn't go out. You fucked. Yeah. So yeah, I was. Uh, I just of, read. A, of, I just read an article about. If we're going to talk a little bit about airplanes. 
that we just pro we're coming out it's, it's very the next generation the sixth generation fighter is now come out they haven't announced they haven't there's no pictures of it yet right but they're saying that from start to finish it was designed built and there is a flying model of it yeah in one year wow wow that's Whereas amazing the, the f-35 the yeah. cutting edge thing took yeah. 10 years took 10 years mm -hmm. and yeah. it still doesn't work i was gonna and say, it yeah. still doesn't right. work yeah. they have one that they have the next one in the pipeline yeah. took one year wow from start to finish to have a flying model a super max <sighs> i wonder I probably wonder. doesn't have a amazing. cockpit yeah, yeah, I was yeah, going to say, like, and I wonder if a lot of that has not has doesn't have to do with the advancements of three D printing. So instead right. of having to mill all this shit, they can print parts yeah. and fit right. and print and fit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was just thinking that additive manufacturing is probably mm -hmm. playing a big role. In yeah, that. that is a really smart thing, and the idea too is removing the least reliable part, which is the human. Yep, uh, probably goes a long way to, to building shit like that. I um, if I didn't have a family. Um, I, sh I would have been in the sandbox. I got offers, you know, because I flew yeah. RC stuff all the years. Yeah. They wanted me to go and fly surveillance. Um, the job paid $196,000 for six months. You were on duty 12 hours off, 12 hours on, right. 12 hours and 24 off or whatever. You're still a civilian. So yep. you, there's no, no armament on the shit you're flying. It's just no. camera, you know, right. whatever. And then if you stayed after, so the six months was 191000 whatever. Every month that you stayed after your contract, up to six months, paid an extra $25,000. Wow. And you basically just go into work in a 40-foot shipping container with air conditioning. Yeah. And you just yep. sit in your little yep. makeshift cockpit and yeah. you, know, you fly. Yeah. That's and you're it. flying a $1.2 million or whatever, billion Remote dollars. control airplane. Yeah, right. Yeah. Reaper. Oh, no, it's not a Reaper. No. It's, it's not a Reaper. No, no. No. Unless we hit the button. No, right. I promise you. Yeah. That would involve me pressing this button that turns it into a reaper. <laughs> but you don't. We don't have any. The civilians have no, no. control over that. No, no. In the I wonder if they're like, what was that? What was that? Bird? All of a sudden, though, the drone you're flying shits a missile, and you're like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck was that? <laughs> what was that smoke? That well, you don't know. You know what? They probably have it. So like you're looking out the nose to right. fly the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you probably can't see the shit firing behind you. Of course you, you can. Didn't even know what's going on. Right. <laughs> wow, my aircraft just got lighter and yeah. faster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> must have got a tailwind. No, I'm still yeah. heading into. I the must place. be getting low on fuel. No, <laughs> I'm not getting low on fuel. Why so why do you want me to focus on that guy down there? <laughs> yeah, right. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> Holy shit! Call somebody. There's a fire down There's there. There's a fire down there. Hey, this landscape doesn't match the the map that I have. <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> <It's a crater. laughs> Uh, so I know you guys saw it. Uh, one of our, we got our Patreon guys. We've got to love our Patreons. The one guy, uh, Justin, Justin Miski says, big fan of the podcast, been listening for years. I found this image the other day that made me think of you guys, the grumpy sewer guy in particular. So I had to add the caption above, hope all is well with you and the gang and that you're continuing to stay safe. Um, it says, when you find out Cleveland Moto also repairs automobiles, and yes, it's the, the front of the Land Rover where the R and the L have been transposed, and it says Rand Lover. <laughs> so Rand Lover. Uh, yeah. Rand Lover. Uh, Call Rand. The, uh, the, uh, so that's it. And Rand, then, uh, Rand when parked. Rand when parked. <laughs> so Dave, uh, Dave Grasso, who's a Patreon member. Yay, thank you, Dave. Uh, we, as we said, Patreon members get their shit read on, on the air. Listening to last week's podcast really brought me back to one of the strangest projects that I've worked on. Elio. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. I work for an aftermarket auto parts manufacturer. My top engineer and I were brought onto the Elio project to help out with product support for the suspension. The overall concept of the vehicle was basically a parts bin special. They gave us some basic design parameters and asked us what parts we've already designed that they could use. 
Aiming for the $7,000 target cost, they could only afford super cheap parts. Problem is, the designers were focused on all the wrong things, and weekly design meetings went nowhere. This is why they ran out of money the first time. They did eventually secure more funding and decided to bring in Roush to design the suspension. Same part concept, and the Roush team was pretty good. They knew there was no way to hit the dollar targets with the external suspension, and after a few weeks, the well ran dry again. Plenty of funny stories along the way. Thanks again for the great content. I also worked at a bike shop for years, and it brings me back. I feel like I'm sitting around the shop again. I'll have to find my way to Cleveland on a Friday night sometime, and he'll bring the booze. Hell yeah. Well done. All right. Invited, officially. That's that's cool. And when you think about the Elio, right, that was a major feature of the Elio, just like an aerial atom, was you could see all the suspension on the outside Mm -hmm. of the vehicle. And uh, the the sad part is that they said, you know what, we made a mistake. It's going to cost us like $12,000 to build this vehicle. Right. I probably still would have bought Oh, really? You'd still be in it. But the thing is, they just kind of screwed everybody. I'll tell you, if they turned my Tesla Cybertruck from a $39,000 truck into a $59,000, they can go fuck their hat. Well, Ford will be be building one soon enough, too. I was going to say, I'm in it for Toyota Tundra money. That's it. Like, I'm looking at a replacement for a 12-year-old Tundra with 200,000 miles on it. When's Tundra going to build an electric Tundra? That would be, I think, a, I think a hybrid diesel coming. electric. Yeah. I want the fucking Cybertruck because it looks like the future I was promised. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I want to pull up in front of my customer's house with two zero electric motorcycles in the back, press a button, have the ass drop out 12 inches, have a ramp come out like, you know... Like George Jetson. Like the day the earth like, stood still. Like the Millennium Falcon. Like the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> oh, the highest the highest is the future I was I want to see the attack from Mars guys come out of it. Like me, me, you know, like, Dude, I want to see with that. fog machines. Yes. And I want to roll the bikes out of the back yeah. like by pressing a button. I've been trying to think of a widget that I could build and sell to make some money. And Smith just he just he just nailed it. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make an electric thing yeah. that you can plug into zeros and electric right. cars that go Absolutely. <laughs> 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 That's all it's going to sound like. It's 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 all, you would make. I bet you would make a, a killing on that. That's a great idea. Nick's That's going home tonight. Nick, yeah. Nick will not sleep for the next thirty-six <laughs> yeah. hours. And you'll have one. I want twenty percent. Yeah. And Smith gets twenty percent. Deal. The problem is, it would just it would just sound like this all the time. Right, it's the Doppler effect. It's the yeah. Doppler effect yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes it sound better. Right? Yeah. So what you could do is you have a button that that implied the Doppler effect. Yeah. So you could like when you're pulling up to a light, you could be like, <laughs> and then when you're pulling away from like, oh, well that was man. it. Remember when Jared Jetson took off? It started Fuck with yeah, like a. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I watched me a lot. So basically, of Jetsons, it would be dude. speed dependent. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. But you remember when George Jetson put the cherry bomb? Uh, <laughs> but you, you just need an inertial sensor in there. So an inertial there, George. Glass packs. Yeah. Greatest new invention. They're called glass packs. Everyone's going to love them. Or maybe it's George Jetson. What's brother. your shit sound like? It sound like? This is what it sounds like. That was Hank Jetson. When it goes by. That's the car with glass packs. Yeah. That's our Foley work for the day. Straight pipe Jetson. Straight pipe Jetson. Yeah. Nick. 
Like when you yeah, design this capacitor? Yeah. Nope. 351 Cleveland, bitch. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it wasn't Judy on the back with no. Mike either. No, no. It was his neighbor. <laughs> I want Nick to design it so that you can have a switch that either has the Jetsons or the Flintstones. Oh, Trinkle toes? Yeah. Dave Parnell. Dave Parnell. Hey, Dave. You just signed on to be a $10 patron member. Thank you, Dave. Fucking hey. Holy shit. Good day, Dave. That is that is on the money. Uh that was that was rad. Uh we did have one of our guys uh I saw one of the Patreon members got a swag. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've we've been Renee's been hotly sending out boxes. Renee's Renee has been stuffing her box all week long. Uh all week all she's done is stuff her box. Uh giving some, men swaggings. Some people are getting coffee mugs in, in her box. Um there have been pint glasses in her boxes. There's you don't been, know what's going to come out of her box. Yeah, but everyone's getting a t-shirt and a shop rag and, and stuff. You're definitely getting some cool swag. So she had a rag in her box. box. She did. There's been she's been she's had a rag in her box pretty okay. several times this month. Yeah. Unusually. The uh but yeah, so there's are all those kinds of used rags or new rags? These are new rags. Okay. They're but do, but they were, rags. but we did print them ourselves. Okay. So we do all of our printing. So if you get a Cleveland Moto t shirt, it's printed by us. You know, here in the shop. If you get a Cleveland Moto Shop rag, it's printed by us here in the shop. Our mugs we send out. The mugs we don't print here. I don't have all that kind of shit. But the mugs and pine glasses. Uh, so, yeah, when you do at the $10 level and you get the full party pack, um, you get to pick whether you want a pint glass or you want a coffee mug. The coffee mugs are big, by the way. Very uh, nice. They are That's not my, my go-to in the mornings. Yeah, they are not eight-ounce coffee mugs. This is not a fucking teacup. This is like a proper 16-ounce t- coffee mug. Yeah. Built like a brick shit house. It too. is. Yes, it is. It is not going to let you down. Uh, Daniel Keith just bumped from $5 to $10 so nice. he could wow. be a hotline member. Excellent. So he wants to be, he wants to get in on this hot, hot man on man action. I hope he uses it. I Me hope too. He gives, right? us some ins- he gives us some inspirations. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's, um, that's just our little shout out to the Patreon people. So, and, and Jake Johnson, of course, Jake Johnson added himself up to a $10 level. So that's pretty rad. So that's cool. Um, yeah, there was a comedian named Jake Johnson that was really funny. Oh, really? Maybe yeah. it's him. Maybe. Well, that'd be awesome. Send us some good content. Who knows? Speaking we know of comedians, not very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of comedians, we also know a comedian named Cameron Vanderhurst <laughs> that is performing tonight, isn't he? Live right yeah. now, as we right speak. Yep. So is he? It's 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 now. Yeah. Yep. Eight yeah, o'clock. Right now. Yep. Oh, is this he goes part on. of the? Is this part of the? The contest. The contest. He's like he's he's basically like a. It's a stand-up mic contest. Well, no, I thought open the contest mic. was open over. Mic. I thought the, the contest was over. This is the finals? He's the winner? No, he didn't no, win. No. Oh, you're right. So what is tonight, then? Just another... another just another mic. night in yeah. front of a fucking yeah. microphone. A disqualifier. <laughs> so the idea is he's doing it for people who are going to judge how funny is there, or he could do it for people who are going to judge how funny he is here. Yeah, I know. Mm, no, okay. I thought about that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the difference is the audience here all has microphones. Right. That's unfair. It is. To people who are used to having one microphone, most stand-up comics like being in charge of the room. And even if it's a good board, night, so. he could have talked to six, seven, ten thousand people now instead of writing. And you don't have to give out half the tickets. No. So the Cleveland Motor Podcast, you get and five, no six thousand people. Really. Planned, <laughs> his, his thing is planned mullet hood. Yes, Plan mullet hood. Plan yeah. mullet hood. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was that a stick tonight? That's yeah. a stick. Yep. He said he was going to have a sticker that said "Support Plan Mullet Hood," and then one of his buddies would said, "How can we have another one that says Defund Plan Mullet Hood?" <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 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 
You know, you just have a flag and all the stripes are black, except the middle one's hairy. The middle one's just got fur coming out of it. Yeah. yeah it was, I his watched his segment. He, he, yeah, people laughed. People yeah. laughed. Well, yeah. I mean, no, he's a funny guy. Here's he's the a thing. Very funny, I don't know any guy. comedian yeah. that started on their first three years and were amazing. I would you never build that up, man, even you know? try it. No, There's no, no way. I know, I know, I couldn't do that. No, I've always wanted to, man. It's do you know why? Things. Somebody in the crowd would say something stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you'd be in jail. Yep. Again. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Well, I have a feeling like a lot of these open mic nights are like the open mic nights that I've been to yeah. with my guitar. Is where. The only people there are other people who so are doing the same. Super support. Your crowd is the same people yeah. who are going to be on stage next. Yeah. So everybody's, yeah. you know, yeah. like super yeah. support. They're trying to support you a lot. Yeah. I saw a comic once that one of Renee's friends. His name is Skippy, and he went from uh, he went from Pittsburgh to L.A. L.A. and is in L.A. and <laughs> his <laughs> shtick was he'd get on stage and he'd do about a dozen whippets. <laughs> Strawberry flavor. Now, if you know anything about whippets, you'll know that it's a small CO2 canister nitrous. And you crack it and you inhale the entire goddamn thing. Now, if you're cheap, you can take a can of Ready Whip. And when the Ready Whip's all exhausted, you can just huff the last magical. 15 seconds or, or, or you just don't shake it and you do the same yeah, thing exactly. say, hold it up right in 1989 and 90 yeah. there was a lot of convenience stores with very flat my, <laughs> my wife ran an arabica and right. they would go through tons of whipping you know of cans yeah. Yeah. she uh, strictly she would fire anybody that she right. caught doing it yeah. I went yeah. in the back room and I saw this thing of all the used cans that yeah. had not been cracked no. off. <laughs> I went to fucking town. I'm like, thank you for saving all these for me, honey. <laughs> I have, and this kid would do 12 16 gram whippets, right? The regular CO2 cartridge size. <gasps> and he'd do 12, and that's how he opened his set. <laughs> so he opened his set by cracking 12 of them. And the whole audience is just watching, like, at six, you're like, this is insane. Yeah, right. At nine, you're like, he's got to be faking it. Right. And at eleven, and he sounds like James Earl Jones <laughs> because that's what it does. It yeah. takes your voice down two octaves, and you know, talk to your cat after you've had a whip it. The cat is like, "Fuck you, I'm leaving," <laughs> because that's the weirdest thing in the world. It sounds like John's Satanizing picture for him. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so he cracks twelve whippets, and then he goes into his set. My point is, I couldn't crack 12 whippets and go into hibernation. No. <laughs> like, fuck it, dude. There was just a... Like, well, I'd do one whippet. I'd, I'd have an whippet. There was just a news article today yeah. about a guy who jumped a, a, a bridge in oh, Michigan. Yeah. This is Michigan. Detroit. This is literally what you saw in the Blues Brothers. Yeah. It should never happen. Oh, he, yes. he did a whip it and jumped the bridge. <laughs> and he made it. And he yeah. made it. And he fucking made it on a scissors bridge. On His a, car was damaged, it said. Yes, though. it was. He <laughs> hit the rebar and shit on the other side. Yeah. So so when I worked for a city, which will remain unnamed, we used to do, uh, when we did a metals analysis, you used nitrous oxide yeah. to bring the flame up to a higher temperature. Yeah. This dude would go in where the nitrous oxide was and huff it right. all the time at night. Right. Well, he almost died. He got like all he was he was he huffing. The, he took the hose off and he yeah. was huffing it, but they were like uh, like maybe four or five uh, ceramic 
you know, walls to yeah. hold the cylinders up. Yeah. Well, he was, he went, he passed out and his arms were hooked over the wall. <gasps> oh, shit. Whoa. And he, like, I, he, I swear he did brain, he yeah. had brain damage. If That's you the guy's, ever so find yourself at a college party where they have a medical school or a dental school, mm. look for the balloons that don't float. <laughs> so if you find if you're like wow that's really weird there's balloons that are floating yeah it's a party and there's balloons that are on the floor those balloons are normally three bucks a piece four bucks a piece <laughs> right. right but those are the balloons you want because those are the balloons that make your voice really low yeah. so it's actually kind of a big thing that yeah. in dental office yeah. they find people dead all the time because like the cleaning person comes in and they're like oh there's a whole tank of nitrous oh, right oh. there so they put the mask on they turn it on <laughs> And they, and they go, go to down. sleep forever. Yeah. Well, and also there's a and for all your listeners out there that's deciding that you want to do nitrous, know this. Don't do this at home. No, yes. uh, my buddy used to race boats. Right. Was, his brother did. He yeah. had like a hydroplane, you sure. know, thing, and they had nitrous oxide. Yeah. And so he decided. It's denatured. Yeah. I'm just going to use this because it's nitrous, and then it, they found him dead in the shower. Yeah, you can't yeah, use it's that. Not good. No, it turns okay. out NOS. They put sulfur in in right. the stuff for racing, so. Yeah. You can do you can do it, but it, yeah. it gives you a bad headache and it makes uh, you sick. It killed him. Yeah. But Jeez. I figured out. So Steve has all these motorcycles, right, and all yeah. this stuff, and we're like, how did he afford it? He's the fucking Walter Way to jank him. He's got a whole fucking plant just sitting there with every stinky kind like all the shit Jankum. that you could ever make jank him. <laughs> yeah, that's Jankum. true. He was dealing jank him <laughs> all over it. the city. So so <laughs> jank him for if people don't know what it is, there's a scam like I don't know years and years ago about uh, these guys put out this joke about how you shit in a bottle with water and then you put a balloon over it and right. then the shit Trap ferments the i mean it, well it, it digest anaerobically digest and then you breathe in your shit you know the methane yes. for, the methane yeah, up here, it's yeah. carbon dioxide and ch but the best part was all the guys four. that were doing it knew what anaerobically whatever he just said meant so that was even better <laughs> <laughs> so anyway these the like tons of sheriff's departments and police departments picked this up and they had we have all these things at work where they like they put out bulletins like Jenkum is a real threat. Oh my And it was God. a joke. I mean it's these college yeah. kids put out it was it was a total joke. Jenkum is a real threat. Yeah, but then these kids found those saw those articles and they started doing it. Oh yeah. really? So, so the joke became real, dude. <gasps> so it's basically it's basically sixty six percent methane and and thirty three percent. Yeah, but carbon like dioxide. AHI is abusing harmful in inhalants, right? So anybody who's ever had a kid or a teenager at home that, that was like, I don't care what's under the sink, I'm gonna huff it and see what happens. <laughs> right? <laughs> How that happens. Like we know people like that. We know people that live that life where their kid was just like under the sink constantly. <laughs> All under the sink. Right. And like <laughs> Yeah. And like there's, any, there's glue traps under the sink. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> be, right? be careful. And it turns out Febreze gives you a nasty buzz. The, uh, but like I can tell you, I have spent time with people that can tell you the difference between the uh, intoxicating effects of brown spray paint, black spray paint, and silver spray paint. Like that's how crazy well, stupid spray people paint are. Makes right? you put skulls on your car and stack two fucking things with tractor wheels. On. Well, at the that's same, just arriving in Valhalla Chrome, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. the same place, the kid. Or the guy, the guy, my coworker was uh, sniffing nitrous. Yeah, this kid was uh, painting, and he was sniffing glue yeah. and paint and everything right. else. Well, this plant was fucked up, and it had a foot of like hair and grease on top of the tanks. It was underground, 
There's like a foot of hair and grease. Okay, that sounds like bad tank. housekeeping. It's really, well, you could take it away every day and it would come back. Okay. It was just really bad. All right. Well, the dude got so high, he fell in. Oh, through oh, the oh, grease, oh, through the grease, and through the hairballs oh. and the rubbers and the you know <laughs> tampons oh. and the shotgun shells and all this other stuff. So they fished him out of the tank. <laughs> they f- fished the fucker out of the tank. They took him to the hospital, and they <laughs> the best part was like nobody said that I he was sh- high I hope or they anything. Shot him? No, they. They took him to the hospital. Yeah. And he comes back and he said, they were sticking scrub brushes up my ass. They were sticking it down my throat and up my nose. And they were like, reaming me out with scrub. And we were busting up. It's like, you're a total That there's up, anything dude. that happened to him ever that was worse than falling into what you just described. Right. Was getting like, like pipe cleaners up his ass. To clean him up. I have a fucking Japanese toilet seat that will do anything you need it to do. You don't ever need to use a scrub brush on any part of it. Oh my god, this kid was this kid was so he learned his lesson. There was a story of people who died. By the way, Steve, I got to give you credit. That might have been the best story ever. (laughs) One woman, a woman, dropped her iPhone into a vault toilet at a state park. Yeah, yeah. She went in after it. Yeah. She died, and then her husband or who her loved one went in after her. And he, they both died can, trying to get a fucking. Dead. I don't have to. Yeah. Holy fuck! Holy That's cold. a loud something. Loud something. Loud truck. The, uh, I I will give you first hand on this one. So, when I where I was a police officer, we had a a park, and you guys will know it's Headlands Park. So oh, it's yeah. a beach. It's a lot of beach. It's a very big beach. A lot of drop and toilets. Every kid a lot in the of world goes what they to call vault awesome. toilets. In the vault toilet, the idea is that there's a concrete underground vault. And all the waste falls down. There's no flushing of any sort. Right. You know, it's, it's just, just a hole. It's just a hole, right? And uh, this goes back several years, but um, a gentleman dropped his Ray-Ban sunglasses mm. down the vault toilet. And he discovered around the back that there's a hatch mm-hmm. on the back of the vault toilet for servicing it. And he said, well, I can get in there and I can fish my Ray-Bans out. They were sitting on top of the, all the waste matter, right? And so he did. He tried to reach in there, and he reached in, and he succumbed to the vapors. Like you know, the, oh, it'll take you out. And yeah, yeah, thirty seconds. So he he was trying to get his Ray Bans out, and he didn't make it. He and he fell in. So then, when he fell in, his wife came around, and she tried to pull him out. And I didn't. You know, he was already dead at that point. I'm assuming. You know, she describes him as being lifeless. And while she was trying to pull him out, she herself lost consciousness. And she wasn't even fully involved in the thing. Just the smell coming out of the, the doorway was enough to take her out. And then a uh, good Samaritan walking by pulled the, the two of them out. And I had to respond to the call. I took that call. And that was that was a real thing. That's not somebody's cousin's uncle's brother telling you the story. That's real. And uh, the moral of the story, he didn't get the Ray-Bans. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, and this happens. This kind of shit happens a lot. When I lived in Bainbridge... There's a, a little place called the Hitching Post on in Washington, mm-hmm. and oh, it, yeah. it has you know gas tanks, whatever. Yep. And so they were they were doing something where like they emptied the one tank, like they sold all the gas, and they had to fix something. 
So mm-hmm. the dude's son went to do it. Yeah. When he was doing it, he dropped the wrench. Yeah. He went down to get yeah. it. He passed out. His dad went to get him. Oh, he passed no. out. And then the mom just, it's like the whole family right. fucking died in this yeah. tank. It, oh, it, it happens, so, man. It's crazy. The procedure for us to go down in a tank yeah. is is it's, so extent. Yeah. Like right. you, you open the tank up. Right. You have to run ventilators. You flush it. it with air. You have a you tripod. You have a guy on the top. The yep. guy who's going in puts a harness on. You yep. have a. You wear a. You you carry these. Uh, well, we used to call them tritectors, but they're now they have like four more. Ga- they detect. Mm-hmm. Uh, they detect uh, oxygen. They detect uh, methane, and uh, H H2S is really hydrogen sulfide will yes. really get you. I mean that'll really make you pass out and uh carbon monoxide so you have to check you you lower it down the tank and then you bring it up or some of them have like wands yep you stick down there and you have to wear it when you go down now i had a question about so with painting so you just recently painted the gas tank on your suzuki i painted the whole thing i mean it's amazing like you did a really good job now i I haven't seen it in close up yet but from what i've seen I still have wet sanding and two more gas tank clear, number yeah. one. Yeah. Right. Like your project. This is your first time painting a bike. No, I painted back. The, I used to have okay. a whole painting thing. Okay. You did. But I don't have it anymore. All so right. this is the first time I've done. I've tried to do a professional job with right. rattle box. So it's all that. But it's like I, I, I sprayed a color and I wet sanded it. Okay. And then I sprayed the color and then I wet sanded okay. it. Okay. Like this is like 30 And are times. you doing this all in cans? Yes. Wow. But then I am finishing it with an actual 2K clear because Spraymax yeah. now has a two-part clear where you have to push the bottom and it blows the hardener into the clear. You shake it and then yep. it, it's also under like a thousand PSI. Get the fuck out of here. No, really? So you get a real... A and you're using... I mean, these are using regular standard plastic tips. Mm-hmm. Wow! So Holy shit! But I mean, it's still a lot of wet sanding. Like the trick to all this is like just like anything else, it's prep yeah. and wet sanding. So like now I'm to the stage now with the clear coat where I'm wet sanding at 1500 grit, right? And then yeah. I'll spray a, a thing and I'll go to 1800 grit, spray yep. it, and then that'll be finished up with uh, the 305, the McGuire's. It's yep. basically like a 2000 grit co- polishing compound. Wow! And Holy stuff. shit! Yeah, but I mean, you know, I'm trying. It's definitely going to look better than it did. Well, I think it's funny because it replicates Chris's paint job on his GS450. Right. So his paint job on his GS450, you're going to have the same thing on your yeah, GS. Yeah, we can be buddies. Yeah. We'll just drive around. GS850. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to be matching ride. bikes. <laughs> Maybe we can do the thing Color where we wise? straddle. Yeah, he's yeah. matching your bike. Yeah. No just shit. to be clear, you're yeah. not buddies now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a buddy. Well, we were earlier tonight. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I that's still owe you that five bucks, but that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gave me a kiss behind the ear. Today. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> made you feel special, yeah. didn't it? But I saw that, and it looks great. And that's one of those classic things, like the paint job on Chris's bike, the silver with the blue and the green, uh, right. the highlight. It's, it's, it's dark blue, light dark blue, blue, light blue, and blue. Me, like the three little blues. The, yeah, the Suzuki it's blues. Very are, cool. Yeah, yeah but also cool. with these, these paints, so it is automotive paint, and then the two K clear is two K. It's right two part clear. You have to wear a breather, even yes. outside. It'll yeah. fuck you up pretty quickly. Wow. So it's and you're pain. shooting this outdoors. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing for insect control? It, it's nothing good. Yeah. I mean, I don't go <laughs> really? by lights. I mean, I'm, right now there's not a whole lot of bugs. Yeah, it's yeah. not a lot of bugs. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing it during the day. It's mostly on the weekends. And at night, I've been, I mean, if, if I can get home at six and right. try to do a coat before six thirty or something. Yeah. But as soon as it gets dusk and the bugs come for the lights, you yeah. can't do it anymore. Well, my grandfather told me a trick, and he was like, "Here's the rule." He said, squirt early in the morning. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Real early. The birds have done their job. The bats have done their job at night, you know, got getting all the insects. 
Well, you got to check the humidity, though. Right, and then I would humidity. Wet, I went down the I went down the driveway. Yep. So I went down the driveway to keep dust to a minimum. Cheesecloth everything. Yeah. And I mean, I painted a couple of cars that way. Yeah, you got I mean, to do that. Yeah, you yeah. got to wet sand. You got to have the tack cloth, a good yeah. degreaser between every coat. Yep. Degrease the shit. Like I didn't. I ran it. Well, there are no rubber gloves available in the world. No, right there now. aren't. Yeah. So Would I you use like xylene or what to degrease? Yeah. No, it's actually a degreaser. Yeah. It's, it's by it's like a, a, a wax and, and grease. Do, do you want some on gloves? I'll get you some. I have plenty. Well, I'm almost done now. So <laughs> well, I mean, I wish. Yeah, I knew you needed <laughs> yeah, them. I yeah. can give you Sorry. some. Yeah. Jesus Christ! You should have asked. Uh, I bought like that. five I cases before the uh, this oh, whole thing. This yeah. Oh wow! Nice. I remember that. Absolute treat. I yeah. hate to talk over you guys. I'm just no, it's good. It's I was good. literally just sitting here going, "This is a fucking treat." Yeah, like it is. The vanilla, the vanilla comes. I mean, yeah. is that what is coming through in this? I oh mean, yeah, this just it's delicious. I want to live in one of these barrels <laughs> <laughs> for like a week. Chris, you got to find out and get, if you can get or one of those barrels, beers. then brew some right. beer to put in no, that barrel. No, I would <laughs> never let those that, barrels Chris? go, man. Bernie, can you uh, give us the background on that? The E. H. Taylor. Yeah. I bought it and I brought it to the. Uh, <laughs> I mean, is that available? Is that available anywhere? You bought the yeah. shit out of it. Yeah, it is available. I mean, this is I. They have yeah, this at my Giant Eagle, my liquor. Control. Oh, really? By my house, yeah. Yeah. So it's like a, it's on the list. It's an Ohio. Well, that is really, Ohio approved. Uh, and is it expensive? Uh, it ain't cheap. 30, Could I see that? Thirty six. Yeah. Seriously? That's yeah. a thirty eight dollar. Yeah. 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 I mean, wow. I'm not spending over forty dollars. No, I mean, you that's fuckers. delicious yeah. for that kind <laughs> of. No, but it is tasty. It's real and good. It's smoothest. Yeah. It's too smoothest. smooth for Dan. I was like going to say. Said, this bourbon's too smooth. It, it is almost too smooth. It is It is. It is very declawed. It is very tender. It, it's real drinkable. And it, it, it does I give all the good flavors. Yeah. The vanilla is just coming through yeah. to me. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's a good That would be dangerous. Yeah. Good barrel. I like it. So, to bring things back to motorcycles? Motorcycles. Um, so uh, the long way up has de- debuted right. now to first yep. three. And interestingly enough, uh, Baldy from Adventure Rider right. interviewed Charlie Broomman. Borman. Oh, good. Yeah, Borman. Yeah. And uh, I like him way more than I did before. Now. Oh, Charlie's fantastic. He's a really cool yeah. guy, man. Yeah, he's very cool. Like, he was so laid back and personal in this interview. Like, like you see him on the thing and you're like, I wonder if that guy's really like that. Yeah. And he's totally like that. He's good like, for him. I totally think that you and Gr- and Charlie would love partying with us some night. I, I really feel I like I can only tell you it from, wouldn't take much to have him on the podcast. From my from my experience with you and many 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 years ago that I had at Laguna Seca, what I can assure you of is that he was very happy to get away from the crowd of people. He was very happy to have a wrench in his hand and to have a motorcycle to work on. He was very happy to be you know having a beer and a cigarette and to be away from people. And yeah. his dad was traveling with him at the time, and we got him set up on the little, you know, Ducati bikes, and he was he was a wonderful human being. And he called my wife on our anniversary, uh, so that would have been that would have been my third anniversary. Merritt got a phone call from Moon McGregor. That was my gift to her. Wow, I cool. mean, I happened to be working at Laguna Seca on my anniversary and happened to run into Ian McGregor on Ducati Island. And when I told him it was my anniversary, he was like, we got to do something special. And I was like, yeah, so let's call my wife. And she was like, she thought it was one of my fucked up Scottish friends right. playing a joke. Because <laughs> I do have some fucked up friends. Yeah. And you have played jokes. And yeah. we do play jokes. 
And then she was like, I'm watching Moulin Rouge right now. <laughs> so all I can imagine is the moisture factor for yeah. my wife must have been off the charts. <laughs> Squish. Because I was very I was very impressed myself. Did you were a little moist yourself? I was, she, oh. So now we find out that 20 years later, she actually wrote the WAP lyrics for That was on her third anniversary. Yeah. And yeah, that phone call, it was a wonderful phone call because he's like, no, no, really, this is Ewan McGregor. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not pulling your leg. This really is Ewan McGregor. And I'm keeping an eye on Phil and he's being a good boy and he's not up to any trouble. And we're just down here at Ducati Island and we're eating steaks and drinking Fosters. You missed your opportunity. Yeah. You should have started Cameo back then and oh, you could have been a multi-billionaire. Could right have now. been, right? Yeah. yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. But that was like, but what struck me about him is spending some time with him is mm -hmm. that he's a motorcycle guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck everything else. He's got a job like we all do. It's just his job is sexier. Yeah, right. Right. Well, that's like that dude from The Walking Dead that went and did the Misfits thing. Read it. Read it. Read it. Read it. Sexier yeah. than working at a wastewater plant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, no, there's nothing sexier than that. No, 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 no. But you guys much. all saw the video though I sent of him jumping the monkey bike, yes. right? Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's and that really stuff. is like we joke, but how we how we party, how we fall down, how we get hurt, it's it's the same universally. I mean, honestly, I've. The, the daughter that was filming that was the Russian girl that he adopted a oh. long way around, I believe. Is what, I didn't know is what my wife, After I sent that to my wife, she was like, she went off on Ewan McGregor and watching all the videos and mm -hmm. everything else he had. And, and then yeah. she came back and told me that. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that, yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, she's a little heartbroken, though, that he got divorced and stuff. And I'm like, but he's yeah. single now, honey. <laughs> just watch out. If, <laughs> if she you just get keeps divorced, like, loading like velvet gold mine. Because he gets his dick out in that one, so you, you know she's watching that one a Mashed lot. Potatoes. <laughs> That's the, yeah. But, but you know what, dude? If if you're a celebrity, and and you've stayed married to the woman during your come up and during all like the heyday years, and now it's 25 yeah, years later, yeah. it's probably just a divorce. It's not like he was like, oh, I'm going to yeah. go bang everything. He's been a star for 30 years. You right. know? Like, yeah. I haven't yeah. heard of any scandals where he's gotten you know no. nobody's pregnant, nobody's coming back at him and saying there's no me too is coming after. Realistically, you that dude stays the fuck off TMZ. So <laughs> yeah, God love yeah, him. Yeah. Right. God, I don't know shit. how the hell he does it, but you know, because that dude is fucking. He, Dude, I he's Obi-Wan Kenobi. What is it like to walk around and just know that how women are looking at you, you like, oh my God. Yeah, but I, I don't care. How careful do you have to be? You're fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. You've got George Lucas money. Yeah. I mean, you can't do shit. Yeah. You've oh, got to yeah. be super careful about everything. Oh, yeah. If he sneezed near somebody, they'd sue him for COVID spreading well, or something like that. Well, you know, yeah. Like, and that's it. You know, you give a girl a hug and all of a sudden you rape her. Yeah, right. But I mean, that's, that's you got to be. dude, to be fair. Either, you know. Or, yeah, that's right. true. Right. Fair enough. Honestly. Yeah. Right. I can tell you that the new hot celebrity that people should be getting into is, is you know, motorcycle shop owners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're way hella interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot going on here. People don't realize. Well, when we do this next project in the winter here, mm -hmm. this side project, you are going to be the star of uh, YouTube. So, And once again, and that is going to be peeling back the curtain <laughs> on something that nobody wants to know about. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's going to be good. Would you like to know what I woke up to this morning when I came into my shop? When I showed up my shop here this morning at the crack of, I got here at about 10, I had to go to the dump. Let you know, like, very glamorous. I had to go to the dump and take all my recyclables and motorcycle crates. But did you dump crates. before you went to the dump? No, yeah, I do, yeah. It's okay. morning, it's religion. Constitutional. You know, I eat cashews, so yeah. I take care of that. <laughs> the, uh, but when I got back here, we were ready to throw the switch and open the shop at about 11 o'clock, right? 
This is coronavirus, people. We have a sign on the door that says it is by appointment only. You must wear a mask. You must make an appointment. You can't walk through my front door. The motherfucker is locked. This morning, James had guys calling an hour before we opened to pick up bikes, drop off, bike, and do anything. Let me tell you, they were all old white men. Oh, yeah. 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 Old white men. James and I at this point would kill for a spicy Latino lady to come. <laughs> if we could get a saucy black woman to show up, just full of sass, yeah. we would be thrilled because we have been old white men to death. So do you know who showed up at 11? The Christian Motorcycle Club. Oh, great. Uh, oh, all God. of them. <laughs> oh, God. All of them. Phil? Yeah. Just, do you know Jesus? Oh, oh. I knew Jesus. He painted my hot rod. <laughs> but who's who I don't fucking know? All of a sudden, Phil paints an upside-down cross on the door. Seven <laughs> apostles out. of stupid all showed up at the same time. <laughs> 25 Harley-Davidsons and two pretend Harley-Davidsons. Yeah. They, were, they were imitation Harley-Davidsons. All showed Probably up. Probably debadged. One tri-glide. He had a ladder that deployed, and he scampered up on top of the tri-glide. <laughs> now, okay. no shit for reals. <laughs> These guys quit being Christian the second I told them they couldn't come in the shop. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All of the love thy brother man, love thy fellow man, treat anyone like you'd want to be treated, all went out the fucking window. They were no longer riding for the sun. They were the sons of bitches. <laughs> they got shitty with me, like, like third level shitty with me because I wouldn't let them go in the shop. What do you think they were even here to buy? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> they were on the 19 shop motorcycle tour, which is where they go out and basically secretly, silently judge 17 motorcycle shops that are between their starting point and their finishing point on a Friday when every other good, hardworking Americans at their goddamn job. You're going to oh, get a two star review. Right. They right, judge exactly. you. <laughs> Do you know what, though? Do you know what? It's all on AOL. <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah. They left me a two star review on AOL. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all right with that, pal. What, what is the What's the Christian dating site? Uh, uh, Christian, Christian Mingle. Christian, Christian Mingle. Mingle. <laughs> yeah. Cleveland Moto is a one star. We're right. one star <laughs> Christian Mingle. But these cats all showed up and it was like, hey, we want to go in your store. And I went, okay. we have a website. Yeah. Every you, bike we have for sale is on my website. Everything is on the website. Check out the website. Contact me back with the bike you'd like to talk to me about. And depending on whether or not I have appointments, I'll wheel the bike out. We can talk about it outside in the beautiful sunshine and open air. Or we can get you an appointment, go inside, and we'll be in there. But no more than two people in the shop at any time. Right. Because you know what happens if me gets COVID? Renee gets COVID. Right. And James gets COVID. And our <laughs> shop gets COVID. And we get shut the fuck down. And then we stop making money. Do you know how much money you get if you get COVID and your business gets shut down? Zero. Squatouche, as Chris Squatouche. Smith would say. No, it's Squatouche. less than Squatouche. Less than Squatouche. Because <laughs> you're paying, yeah, still you're right. paying exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah, We're right. still paying our rent. We're still, or sorry, our mortgage. We're still paying our electric. We're still paying everything else. We can't be in business because we're fucking toxic. And we're over here fucking with low, you know, respiration shit. Hating life with a fever. Low respiration. I got COVID toes. I don't want to have COVID toes. <laughs> Nobody COVID wants COVID toes. toes. Yeah, dude, no, Look it thing. up. That's a thing, There's dude. a symptom. What? The toes if your toes hurt and you can't taste up. food, you got COVID. Yeah. 
Or, There's all this new shit, like yeah. all these new things coming out, man. If you can't smell a fart and your toes hurt, doing some COVID research. You know what's funny? I had a sore throat. You're there, you're hoofing. And yeah. I woke up and I'm like, oh, and I was like, Ugh, rah, and I blew a giant fart. I was still in bed. <laughs> I just I hotboxed myself and I was like, oh, good, I can smell <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm disgusting. <laughs> but I don't have COVID, but, I, but I'm alive. <laughs> oh yeah, you do yeah. not want COVID toes. That's you don't for want sure. COVID no. toes. Fuck no. you, you don't want really COVID bad. toes. That oh, shit's real. bad. Yeah, COVID Steve, let's see your real. toes. You don't want Ugh. COVID toes. If let's you see can, your toes. Like I said. If you oh, can, holy shit. Toes, oh, jeez. Yeah, They're white. Somebody stole a BMW. <laughs> there it goes. Like a silent, distinguished gentleman right there. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so they want to come in your shop. We oh, want to come in your shop. Yeah. I, I would have said, come well, Pete. Smith. Jesus Christ, dude. What? <laughs> people just in, blew my ears out. People in hell want ice water. You got up on that mic. Oh my god! He got up on that mic. He was sitting all bad, but he got something yeah. to say. He woke up. What were you saying? He said so. Anyway, yeah, they want to come in your shop. Oh hell, people in hell yeah, want ice water. I mean, you know what? I told him I was like, look, these are the rules. We're playing by the rules. We don't want it. We nobody wants to get sick around here. Whether or not it's, you know what? I don't want to get a real sickness or a hoax sickness. Right. I don't want the real COVID or the hoax COVID. I don't want either one of them. The faux COVID. Right. The faux COVID. The COVID. <laughs> I don't faux. want that. They were pissed off they couldn't go in the shop. And there were like a full grip of them. I mean, like straight up legit. Did they? Um, there were a lot so, of them. you know what we haven't discussed? Been church. We haven't discussed since we discussed it four weeks ago or five yes. weeks ago. And mm-hmm. we were all kind of wondering of the outcome from it. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, there's what are they estimating? 250,000 cases yeah, no, or yeah. something? I would or? like to say this. I, Phil Waters, would like to go on record as saying that I do not participate in the awesome math that that german study group did okay because it is awesome math i gotta give them credit for math they mathed the shit out of that thing <laughs> they mathed that so fucking hard without having a single body to stick a thermometer in yeah. okay so with without actually penetrating anybody's butthole they came up with a really big number they right. did the monster it's, math. it's the germans the germans did the monster math and it was a graveyard smash. <laughs> but I don't think I'm ready to hang my hat on that yet. Yeah. But I, I you know that shit happened. Uh oh, what's up? I'm waving to the uh, oh. pedestrians behind the pedestrians. you. Hey, that dog's got three legs. No, four legs. He's got yeah. a backpack. All right. But, it's um, got five but legs. I, oh, yeah. I have to Wait, think. I'm seeing six legs. <laughs> I saw the part of the backpack. I thought it was the dog's shoulder. I thought it was a three legged no, dog. No, my initial okay. thought was that he had three He's legs. Like, I lean. <laughs> but, but don't you think that there was definitely a a Nobody pretty big spread of shit from that I don't, fucking honestly th- dude every year a hundred thousand people get like fucking like herpes okay from, you know what here's the my thing. mic back up <laughs> they, turn my mic back one, one thing that one thing that we can be sure about is that they don't they didn't make any less covid cases that's absolutely fair. yeah right, right right and that every year since both of them have been operating more people have died at sturgis than the isle of man yeah right oh jeez. exactly and nobody, nobody at Sturgis is going 200 miles an hour through downtown. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or at least they're not supposed to. No, but right? they die of Sturgis because of stupid. Yes, yeah. they do. And at the Isle of Man, they die of stupid, too. Like three people, between two and three people per year, on average, die at the Isle of Man. Now, most of them are the best and brightest motorcycle riders that there are on the planet. At Sturgis, we lose between five and seven 
idiots. Okay. Right. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> but I did see an awesome t-shirt. It was Fitting like, of the herd. I went to Sturgis 2020 and all I got was COVID. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also, I read a study this week too. I mean, along that. Right. Those lines. But they said that the, the best thing you could do for yourself is take vitamin D. Yeah. They said that. Uh, Walk that, around the sunshine. There's a sixty percent correlation yeah. between uh, vitamin D, like uh, right. the vitamin D deficiency, and right. getting advanced uh, COVID symptoms. Sixty. Huh. And there's a six percent correlation between age. So oh, okay, because uh, right. these aged people, like yeah. like the people in nursing homes, not and a everything big have surprise. comorbidities, right? But they also have uh, low vitamin D levels. Yeah. So. They believe that the lack of vitamin D uh, allows you to get the disease in the first place. Right. But it also no, not not no, get it. No, I'm look, saying his brother last year when I went to I went to his brother last year got a checkup, and his brother told me you know part of being my age and living in Cleveland that I didn't get enough D. So I went down to the tool shed and I'm, I'm set. I was like, about to say that's all why winter long. I was in the tool shed and I'm good. That's what all those waitresses yeah. at Sturgis, just no yeah. problem. They, they got had plenty all of D. the D that they, they needed. The no, but, but for something exactly. simple as yeah. a two, like a three dollar bottle of like a, a thousand D's you can get. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it I'm sounds just like you're in jail. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying you, you want some skulls on it. <laughs> if you can prevent yourself from dying, yeah. You know, by taking a. It turns out getting a, a whole lot of D. Would you say no, that would be? It was a study. Would you it was say an that was an ass load of D? Of like fifty thousand people. <laughs> yes, that is shit load doctor, of D or just an ass load of D. Every doctor that you go to, if you go to a Cleveland Clinic doctor, right. they are going to tell everybody in Cleveland you must take vitamin D. Sure. Yep. Yeah. So you know why? Because we're. You don't get it. So we're in the northern part of the world. Yeah, and it, regardless, you know what? Yeah. How many people really do that? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Oh, I aim my butthole right trying, at the sun. I figure if I aim my butthole right at the sun, <laughs> I'm going to get a lot a of D. Thing. You know that's a thing, yeah, right? I know. What is it called? Periny or perineum sunning or perineum? Periny- <laughs> that's the source of your <laughs> vitamin you D. About <laughs> if you get your base chakra, if you can get your base chakra aimed right, <laughs> right, like in no. a, maybe a solar flare, yeah. perfect. You're Chris, Chris, Chris this is a you thing. Don't don't people take life. their pants off so, and I've they aim their butthole at the sun and they say that the sun landing on their butthole, that tissue sucks up the vitamin D. Have you ever felt it? It's amazing. I have, uh, <laughs> I have not. I've imitated the cat. Guaranteed the cat, to break the ice at parties. <laughs> the cat likes to lay. We have bay windows. There's three windows. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's sunny. <laughs> Yeah. And the cat lies there. Yeah. And there have been a few times where I've been like, What's the difference in my... a bay window and a bow window? Well, or a bow yeah. window. I, the, it's the, two different, they're different things. If, oh, they're, if they were bay windows, that's Put where that, the bagels would that. be. But since they're on the. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the cat's sitting there with his one leg in the air. Yeah, just laying in the sun. If he can lick it, I can lick it too. He's got one leg in the air. Uh, every once in a while, the sun's hitting his nuts. I'll lay on the floor. I'll just lay in the sun right. in my underwear. Yeah. And, <laughs> and his neighbors have moved. They're like, oh God, I'm why not driving by your house <laughs> anymore. I'm shit. My, oh my, my bathroom window opens right up to my neighbor's bathroom window. Oh my God. <laughs> my wife came out. My wife came out a couple of weeks ago. Those and she poor went, people. You were mowing the yard in a pair of 1986 Umbro <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> nylon soccer pants. Shorts. 
That's better than 1989 jams. Okay. <laughs> she's like, and she knows where those jams, she knows where those umbros came from, right? Yeah. And she's like, you're you're mowing the lawn in a pair of like 1986 umbro nylon shorts yeah. and nothing else. Right. And I had my headphones in. Well, you had a pair of danglers on, right? Exactly. <laughs> I had ejected my Crocs. My mom, my mom willed me her Crocs. And so I had ejected the Crocs. I was mowing the yard on natural. <laughs> As close to naked as I could legally get. Push me, and, and that just hurt me, and so I could get my satisfaction. satisfaction. <laughs> and that's in my playlist, by the way. So I, I'm mowing the lawn, and I'm like, I'm no Adonis. I'm a 51 year old pasty yourself, white guy, yeah. right? You're like, I have With a got couple of danglers, <laughs> a couple of danglers, and she comes out and she goes, "You're mowing the lawn wearing." Three microns of nylon between you and all that is fair. So your, your member got some vitamin D. <laughs> I was like, well, I need the vitamin D for the COVID. Your D needs vitamin right. D. And right. I'm also setting a standard for my neighbors. Right. So they feel like they can come out now. Right. You're a displaced person. I've set the low bar for my neighborhood. So all the all the men who live within like 90 feet, 100 feet of my house. They don't cut their lawn anymore. They see me come out, mow my lawn. They're like... All game. It's all on. We can do this. They're actually trying to grow their grass taller so they don't yeah. have to see Phil anymore. <laughs> Get this house up for sale. For <laughs> you know, when I moved into my house 25 years ago, I was the scourge of the neighborhood and I've become the scourge of the neighborhood again. All the women are playing WAP. That's exactly it. <laughs> nobody, nobody on my street ever needs to worry about like, well, you know, we're going to be the problem house. <laughs> yeah. People bought a house three doors down from me. They got like four kids. Yeah. And so it's just a normal little house. I mean, my house is on my street. You've been there. It's not a, these are tiny little houses, like 700, 900 square feet. Yeah. And they're basically beach cottages. But somebody bought the house and they got three kids and there's like, they'll have parties with like 40 cars. They'll line the whole street wow. up with cars. And I'm very impressed by that considering the COVID. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, I don't have the balls to do that. No. I wouldn't do it. I'm scared. I'll admit it. I'm a <laughs> pussy. But but they do it they pull it off and they're rocking and i'll run down the street in some weird car or motorcycle or something they'll come over the driveway and, and i'm like once like the driveway gets too heavy i'm like whoa 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 this driveway is getting pretty full guys you, you need to step yeah, back and talk off. about this among yourselves yeah right you've seen some great things today like you should go discuss that <laughs> <laughs> and it bothers me yes more bourbon that's what will solve this you're like I, I have. I, take I have. Off. I have a 700 square off. foot house, but the garage behind it is 37,000. Yeah, the garage. Feet, so. right. the garage is right. The garage is on Google Maps. Yeah. <laughs> and you said. Uh, you said Phil was good. Phil's new warehouse. I'm like too small. Yeah. Too I center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, one of my customers came in today. He's like, I'm thinking about buying a warehouse. And I was like, That's great. He's like, Yeah. It's like thinking about buying a place i got a bunch of cars i got some street rides i got some boats i was thinking about buying a spot and put this stuff in because we don't have enough room in our garage i was like i could totally go halfsies on you for that he's like well how much room do you need and i said seven thousand square feet <laughs> and he goes that's more than i was thinking <laughs> <laughs> he was, i was thinking about a nice four-car garage and i'm like yeah, yeah okay i'm that's thinking seven thousand yeah. square feet <laughs> yeah you're like i got a 10-car garage behind my house and that's like one one seventy. This is my- eleven thousand square feet right here. Yeah, and I'm renting four thousand square feet in Parma that I don't like to go to because it's in Parma. Right. I hate going to Parma from here. It's not the right place. Parma is not where they put, like Oscar chose to live in Parma, 
And I think it's just because he didn't want us to bother him. That's why we don't see him. He no, hasn't Laura. made it out of there. Is one, he's the only Mexican in Parma. Oscar. Where is are he, you? Yeah, is you he married or something? Where where are are he lives in Parma. Oh, Oscar. Oscar is he's got a squeeze. I know. That's why he's that gone, right? Yeah. Anything. You can get out on a what, Thursday or Friday. Yeah. No, I think he's commuting. Yeah, to I think, Milwaukee. Yeah, I think he's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful woman, yeah. Really? Right. But he hasn't, yeah. he hasn't moved or anything, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. No, I don't think so. He, I think he would let us know. I hope fuck so. Fuck you, Oscar. Right. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, Oscar. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, this is the right time of the year. So this is the time of the year when we've done our No Border Limits rally historically. Oh. So all of my pictures are coming up in Facebook reminding me oh. of all the fun I was having all these times I went to Mexico and pictures of me years. doing debaucherous things in Mexico. Right. And it seems like, like welding uh, machine guns from the front of a scooter. Also true. Yeah. And it also seems like I have a magnetic reaction to mariachi bands. <laughs> <laughs> somehow we were in positive an, or negative. Positive. <laughs> and somehow we were in an Italian restaurant, and a mariachi band showed up in an Italian restaurant with as, horses outside. As they do. Horses outside of an Italian restaurant, and a mariachi <laughs> band showed up. I don't remember a lot of this. No, I'm sure. But apparently, they played everything we asked them to. So again, play hop for teacher. Best night ever. <laughs> Look, if the mariachi band can't play ACDC, they're not a good mariachi band. Stairway to heaven. Freebird. They will play all the Morrissey you can handle. Mexicans oh. love Morrissey. I bet you they don't anymore after he's come out as the white national front uh, or whatever. Heard about that. Oh, yeah, that's hard. Ooh. That's tough. It makes it hard because I, I will have Smiths. to tell you that, that that Mexicans love Morrissey so much. They it might be okay with oh, okay. it. Okay. Yeah. It might be okay with it. Yeah. I've never seen anybody love Morrissey as hard as my Mexican friends. Uh-huh. They do love Morrissey a lot. He did hang like almost naked off a cactus in that one video. So maybe that's was, true. You know, something yeah, to do with that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give Morrissey a little bit of that. But yeah, for, you know, he's getting older in his years. You know, he's getting a little, you know, he's having some. He's, right. a, he's an angry old white guy. Well, didn't wow. he? Well, yeah. not only that, but he never had sex, right? Isn't he like a big Chastain or. Chastain oh, I don't know about that. Chased guy. So maybe that's I'm why that, so that gets to you. Yeah. Is it revealing that I don't know who Morrissey is? It's okay. What? It's okay. Uh, it's the band with your name. Yeah. He was well. They're called the Smiths, Smiths originally, yeah. and then he became. <laughs> then he was just Morrissey. Right. It's revealing, but not really. No, it's Very really not. <laughs> yeah, it's not. No, you know, they're nowhere near the Statler Brothers. Smiths Lake. There hasn't been good music since Beethoven. Hey, hey, hey! I literally thought you were going to say the Bay City Rollers. <laughs> you went in a whole different direction. On that one. Elkridge boys. <laughs> Elvira. Oh, my God. Point X, That is dangerous. Do not know. That is exactly it. That is a test of your whiteness. <laughs> Whitenessity. No, I mean, playing country roads, <clears throat> even black guys will sing along yeah, to that. Oh, yeah. But Elvira, yeah. that Elvira. tests your whiteness. Holy yeah. That. If you come in for the um, jock, um, jock, um, jock, mow, mow, you are the whitest guy in the room. Yeah. <laughs> I still like a good Shaka Khan, though. I'm just we love the Shaka Khan. <laughs> yeah. Shaka. We have a friend of ours who owns a motor scooter shop in Denver. His name is Colin Shattuck. Uh-huh. And we say, Shattuck Colin. Yeah, Shattuck Colin. Shattuck Colin. <laughs> let me rock it. Like, I can't do it. I've had a few bourbons, so my mouth yeah. isn't working yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have a sober mouth to play that game. But if you can sing Shattuck Colin instead of Shaka Khan, you're doing good. And Colin will appreciate it. Um, I have to ask an opinion of the group. Oh, he does a podcast called The South Stands. That's a shout out to Colin in Denver. He does a sports podcast called The South 
stands and they talk about Denver sports. Okay. okay. Fucking great, too. Yeah. Anyway. So here, here's my question to the crew. So I'm putting this bike back together. Yes, you are. Okay. Yep. Now, the, the... Yes, you should replace the turn signal. No, no, no. The GS850 parts that go on the side <laughs> panels, right? Yes. Because of the graphics I use, they would look better moved back a half inch. Oh, is that, don't is do that, it. Don't is, do it. Is that against regulations yeah, to drill new holes fuck. and fucking put them in there? Okay. One, <laughs> Pebble Beach... No. Right. No. No. <laughs> no. The quail. I'm sorry. The quail. Yeah, right. That's in modern fucking Ray, man. How about Barber? I could probably make Barber. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> and you'd still be in the and you'd still be in the Suzuki eight fifty class. <laughs> right. Where the With only all. thing you can hear is the crack of a natty light. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're in the you're in the Suzuki eight fifty class. Yeah. Oh you bless your damn heart. <laughs> There's one other dude. Yeah, he's in a wheelchair. Oh. <laughs> he's probably from Canada. He puts his wheelchair in the sidecar and drives from the sidecar. Yeah. Yeah, he's your competition. You're fine. I think you got this. Oh, you wait, your logo's a half an inch back. Yeah, dude. Oh. Yeah, we're going to cost you 20 points on that. That's an interesting idea. Has anybody here ever driven a sidecar motorcycle from the sidecar? No, I didn't want to <laughs> sacrifice my legs. I've seen that. Though. I've seen it yeah. too. Yeah. We well, used you to go to a sidecar on fire the other day. I did. Yeah, that's yeah, a whole other story. But I'm I sorry. Um, but yeah, there was a fellow that used to show up at the East Side Swat East Side huh. motorcycle meets, and he had a uh, Honda 750 where it should be. Yeah, and then on the sidecar rig. He had a ramp and he'd drive his wheelchair into the sidecar rig and then he had all the controls in the sidecar so a passenger could sit on the motorcycle yeah. and oh, hold wow. a broom handle where the handlebars used to be. <laughs> they were totally not part of the game. Really? No, you're just like holding on. It's just something to hang on to. Gotcha. But he's in the sidecar doing all the real work in his wheelchair. Well, I used to go through the Metro Parks. All I used to see him in the Metro Parks. Yeah, yeah but I haven't up. seen him for. A it long was a red time. rig. Look, yeah. we remember seeing that rig like fuck. a purplish, like yeah, a, purplish like, burgundy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, burgundy color. But <laughs> what do we remember? What we remember is that was twenty years ago. Oh yeah, was and he a, was the wrong side of seventy then. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what we know right now is there's some thirty uh, year old with that sidecar rig has right. no idea what to do with it, or it's still it's in the guy's garage, just. Routing. Right, exactly. Yeah. That was, it, was it a, a single overhead cam yeah. 750? Yeah, it was so, a, so it somebody was a, on Reddit is like, look who. It was a Honda Matic. This, this. Oh, so okay. it was a Honda Matic. So it's a you know, single overhead cam 750. And uh, with a sidecar rig set up there with just all the controls moved over to the right so he could operate it. Yeah. Dude shows up at my cool. shop this morning with a, a grocery bag, like, you know, Aldi bag or whatever. And he's not from America. He's from somewhere else. And he shows up in, uh, you guys remember Adam Constantine? He did the Hurricane Adam podcast with us. So Hurricane Adam was here. He's managed to work his way back up to Cleveland. Oh, yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah. Hurricane Adam was here and Greg uh, Castillo was here. So they were, you know, they've been doing like dilapidated golf courses that are slightly closed. They're riding motorcycles on them right now. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. So they were here at the shop hanging out. And this dude shows up. You know, the best way I can describe him is he's an altacocker, right? So you German folks know what that is. Uh, this altacocker shows up and he's got this bag. And in the bag is a rack of carbs. And it's just a bag with a rack of carbs in it. And I look in the bag and it just so happens the guy thought I was a fucking wizard. Because I looked in the bag and I was like, wow, 
Those are carbs off a 1981 Honda CB750 Custom. <laughs> and the guy looked at me like, Yoda. <laughs> I've come to the right place. And he's like, clearly you can help me. And I looked down and I was like, the worst thing was like, I had too much information. Had I had 50% less, in, less information, I would have helped him. Right. But I had 100% information, <laughs> oh, no. which means I told him to fuck his bag. <laughs> and there's nothing worse that you can do than dive into a, a rack of 1981 Honda CB750 custom carbs. Oh, good. They're not even the good kind of CV carbs. They're the worst kind of CV carbs. The only thing he had going for him is they were all still in one hook. They were all still yeah. in one rack. So he hadn't properly fucked them. He didn't jack them. Yeah, he didn't take them apart yeah. and truly fuck his world up. But he's like, can you rebuild these? And I went, yes, but you don't want to pay for it. <laughs> and he's like, well, how much will it cost to rebuild them? And I said, million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's the deposit. And I'll give you back whatever's left when right. I'm done rebuilding them. So what does one dude do? And it will take a year. Is, yeah. there, is there replacements that are That's accepted? what he said. He goes, can you just sell me new carburetors? And I went, Yes. Set your time machine for 1981. <laughs> oh, no. He didn't get the joke. Oh, no. Most of my humor is lost on people who are despondent. Yeah. No, because they take everything. Foreigners take everything literally. They take literally. everything seriously. Well, now you're right. They take everything literally. So he was thinking I had a time machine ah. at that point. <laughs> and if I did, I wouldn't go back and get an 81 fucking CB750 custom rack of cars. Oh, I have. I have no, other plans. I'd fuck Jamie Lee Curtis. I was wondering, that's how I was like, who would I Bo fuck? Bo Derek with the <laughs> fucking cultural appropriation braids in. I'm the amount of people Jesus. who would fuck me in now. Nobody. <laughs> I might go after Joan Jett before she realized how awesome girls were. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I could be the last guy to ruin Joan Jett. When she was in the Runaways, that would even... That's, oh, that's exactly that's, it. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Uh, but and if you're going to do that, yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, right. But anyway, I looked in this bag, and I'm serious. I looked in the bag. He's like, "Well, does, do you have a do you have any? Can you sell me some new ones?" And I looked at Greg Castillo, and I looked at Adam Constantine. I was like, "You know, you guys got a rack of '81 uh, CB750 custom carbs?" <laughs> and they were like, "Oh," and I went, "There you go." <laughs> I was like, "No, there's none here." Yeah. Well, so could he buy four eBay uh, 32 millimeter, whatever the fuck size? He could there? buy a rebuild. He could buy a rack of rebuild kits. So right. you could buy a set of rebuild kits, and then you'd realize how bad those the top of the CVs are, the diaphragms are. That pretty much good luck, man. I don't know. If anyone else has a better solution for them other than go fuck your hat I'd, or go fuck your plastic I bag, I might, but I wouldn't dare tell <laughs> tell you that I can do anything. <laughs> It's one of those things that we've gotten to a point in our universe where nobody has come up with. I mean, it's easier to rebuild a Model A car. <laughs> it is. No, I fuck you not, man. No, I, I, no it's easier to grow a pancreas. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've been to the Henry Ford. Grumpy like the sewer guy. I have nailing the, the Henry Ford. The humor here. Yeah. I have been now, to the now, Henry wait, Ford. Wait, wait, stop, wait. Stop a second. Apart and put if, back together. Yeah. If if Steve <laughs> was at the event tonight where Cam is, 
he would have killed, killed with that, with that line. With that line. You know what? You know He's what? Gonna grow a pancreas. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the people that went to that show did not get their money's worth because they could have got so much more. Right? Well, again, no, I don't, I don't know. There's six thousand people something? listen to this show. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Seriously, that. you got to pay to go there. Yeah, dude, what? It's, a, it's a show. You, you got to pay sure, for I'm fun. Sure there's a cover charge. I don't know. Well, we are paying for fun. Chris paid for fun. He paid like thirty-eight dollars for that bottle. It's totally fun. It's the most fun you can have for thirty-eight dollars. Hey, so so you guys coming back from Speculator? Did you guys run into any uh, any rain coming back? Oh, it's on a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So After you know, we stopped at the Niagara, got back on the road. It was pouring. So I left on Saturday, and uh, like a knucklehead, you know, I, I drove up there Friday for eight hours, and then and then and then slept for like five hours. Why did you leave? I mean, we're. Did we say something? Did we do something? Was it the log? That yeah, we I, hit, I hit him in the head with the log. You, you, Irish goodbye me. I <laughs> no, went to the I dump said, to throw out all the stuff, and you now, said, I'll be here when you get back. Now, wait a minute. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Steve, you, you said, I, I'm going to go to the dump. I'll be back in 20 minutes. I waited 40 minutes. You and never came back. 20 minutes off. to and the dump. No, uh, you said wait twenty minutes. I waited forty, yep. so I, I figured you fell into the crutch or something and like you that. You did say you did, I, you did say goodbye to me. You yeah. Did, so yeah, have a good trip. Yeah. So, so I'm 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 riding back. You can see I'm avoiding the question of why did I leave. Oh, uh, but clever. I'm I'm riding back, and I ran into four patches of rain, and the third patch was for. Half an hour, yeah, oh, heavy, heavy down. Oh shit! And I was the only guy that that rode a bike <laughs> okay, rather than sitting in the comfort of a vehicle. Right, yeah, oh, uh, I would say riding uh, 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 a 1992 toys is not comfort. <laughs> <laughs> is it dry? <laughs> well, some of it is. <laughs> Most of it is, yeah. So, so did you get the shits? Is that why you had to go back, or? <laughs> no, you don't like pooping in, in your own house. <laughs> I will say that. Were you crowning? I was. <laughs> I was crowning a bit. You were prairie dogging. I was. I, I, I was trying to sleep, except Steve Cinch had his time delay camera going off every thirteen <laughs> seconds next to my tent. Uh, what the fuck is that guy doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for four hours. Plus he got and humped then the by next, a bear. next morning, he looks at his shit and says, oh, well, this is all fucked up. I got to do this again. And I thought, here we go. <laughs> and you know what? The time lapse I got sucked because the clouds rolled in. So it was just a pile of white nothing driving oh, across. And, the uh, by the way, it's 27 degrees in Speculator tonight. Oh. Are you serious? Wow. Yep. Holy shit, sticks! Because our cold. our uh, partners are up there tonight. I don't so. know how cold it is here. We'll look. We'll take a look and see what the. Uh, I'm gonna guess 56, 47 right. tonight. 47, 61. Well, currently 56. Okay, 61. Well, it's colder than 56. Hey, you want to hear a joke? That's why yes, I'm going to the I totally want to hear a joke. <laughs> it's 61 right now. Wait, what? hold on. This is a right, right no, It's a show. What did I say? 61. Yeah, 61. Right oh, now. that's good. All right, give it on. to me. Show give segment, me the official show next, segment. Next. We have a, a Doctor Smith joke coming. Doctor Smith. Uh, <laughs> yikes! So, kid goes up to his dad, who's a gynecologist, and he says, "Dad, dad, what's a vagina?" So the father goes up to the big poster board on the wall of his office, and he puts a circle around here and says, "Son, inside this circle is a vagina." He says, "Well, dad, what's a cunt?" 
in the five circles. Well, everything outside the circle. <laughs> Demonetize. <laughs> oh, Is that a good one or what? Come on, that's Tuesday. Wow. For the for the women in the audience, you know, what's the excess skin around a man's penis? A dude. The man. The man. <laughs> <laughs> extra skin. Yeah. yeah, that is that is not at all funny. That is terrible. Wow, we were so good until we got demonetized. I know. Was, you know was, what's funny? Yeah. Every time I upload one of these, right? Yeah. Like we do pretty good about not swearing for the right. first like five or ten minutes. Yeah, we do. So I put light um, profanity, like hell and oh, damn. light profanity. And so the best oh. thing was last week. It finally sent me a message. It's like congratulations you've been doing great on being honest with your content and i'm like oh. you obviously are not listening past wow. the first 10 minutes i gotta give you that i mean the well, trick is corporate listens to it it's all gonna be user listener feedback. i sure hope not. but i so feel like for a two-hour podcast so you know we're 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 essentially a two-hour podcast with some bonus minutes right yeah, i mean yeah. that's, that's <laughs> the way you look at it right? oh, so, we could be a three-hour podcast that comes in short occasionally yeah. Yeah, or right. we could be a two-hour podcast right, that right. has some bonus minutes right but that is true. We have, when you think about, I'm not Johnny come lately. Minutes, I'm Johnny comes too soon. Right. When you think about 120 minutes, we don't have that many swears. I mean, we're not no. Gilbert Godfrey. No, but here's the other thing. Right. So I did. This is a trick, and obviously they're not listening. But so if you just go, so say I upload it and I just post it. Right. A lot of times it gets demonetized. Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah. if I set a premiere, right, and I let that fucker sit for you like six hours or eight hours, right. yeah. they're like, obviously there's nothing wrong with no, this. No, there's nothing wrong. Right through, and then it's oh like, no, no, wow. look, <laughs> our old podcasts were barrel aged for three months. Yeah, right. <laughs> Some of our old podcasts were fully croisoned. Like they were truly. <laughs> artisanal podcast they had been like there's been there's been like regime changes yes, in the government they had been <laughs> steeped in an sd card until you could uh, you could just get a waft of the silicone oh, it's ready yeah. it's ready right. ah. oh it's perfect oh that Mm. Oh, mm. oh, early scan data. Mm. Yeah, that was it. That's how you knew they were good because Dustin would hold on to them for a really, yeah. really long time. It was so difficult to process. Right. The process now is like they're nearly zombie casts. Like <laughs> it's so close to being a real time thing that um, it's it's great. I mean, Steve gets me the files usually by Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, what happens is, yeah. is so like I, I, I try to enjoy my weekend and not be a dick. Exactly. And right. But my wife loves trashy TV on Monday nights. So I just go in the basement and that's when we edit yeah. and I do stuff. I'm, she's watching whatever horrible thing she right. likes to watch up there. And yeah. I just do the podcast. And you can just do a podcast. Yeah. Or occasionally, and I know my nobody at work listens, but if I miss that. Right. Then my boss pays me about two or three hours worth of time. No, that <laughs> never happened. You don't want to hear that. <laughs> I did want to call attention to uh, David Parnell. Thank you, ten dollar Patreon. Yes. Yeah, so that was it. Well He's listening to us right now. No, he's not. He's listening to last week's podcast right now. Right. <laughs> right. Has anybody yeah. complained? I like it when people get butt hurt yeah. about our. You got podcast. a fucking angry podcast listener. Oh, yeah. I want to yeah. hear yeah. all of that. Yeah. We actually haven't had a shitty fucked up. You know, uh, well, you know what? Here's the interesting thing. So I was going back through some reviews because I was, I was kind of researching how to get a bigger audience. You know, mm -hmm. like I think the podcast is worth it. Yeah. And I was looking at some, and some of them were complaining about audio quality, like a, a little, like a year ago. And I'm like, 
when did we when did we when did we officially do this? Because like I don't know. I know F- that it does fifty weeks ago. I, I think it was less than a, a year ago. It was less than a year ago. Okay, because I was like, there's no way that they're complaining now. Like, right. I, like I was, hey, let me also give a shout out to Cinch Steve here will take when it he did the uh, yeah. when he threw out the uh, the speculator New York. Not a podcast. Not a not podcast. a podcast. Right. <laughs> the videos were pretty fucking cool. Well, you know what the funny part is. So you want to hear the so best you thing? zoomed either all the way in. Yeah to, yeah, to Hofford holding a beer or he zoomed right. all the way out. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck you did it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Too bad we didn't get the uh, drone lighting the fire. That should have been. I have that. that. I have but, some of that in there. Yeah. Nice. Oh, good, no, yeah, yeah, good, good work, sleepy baby. The best part, yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm hovering over the fire to get it going because we we're having a hard time getting it going. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, the drone's like overheating. Please move. <laughs> 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 no, that was so, so is that is that when you hit me in the back of the head with the? Uh, no, log? that was before that. That was okay, before that. Okay. But you know what the best part is? Is the one the one shot of the mountains and stuff? John, you were flying. Yeah. That was footage when you were oh, flying. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I taught like I told John it'd be easy, and I think we were we were, we were probably happy enough that it didn't matter either way but sure, sure. great we were happy. The shit out of that thing yeah. it, was, it was good we were okay. sending it on missions i didn't think that that could do like yeah i, mean, we were, I really went to afghanistan and back in <laughs> i enjoyed your uh your like description of the area i thought that was fantastic it was you know i was really just trying to channel phil there you know <laughs> yeah a little bit <laughs> like, <laughs> you know as, as much as we tried though there was definitely something missing without oh, the captain no. at the, at the scene. that's why it was not a podcast it just wasn't we should do humble narrative we should do that in the winter with snow <laughs> we should take we should go up there and rent snowmobiles for the past fucking 11 years 100 years 100 a podcast without me Hi guys, we're doing a podcast. Come on over and say hello. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, we do actually. <laughs> do you want a good beer? Or? We do get random <laughs> neighborhood people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that might right. be a problem. Right. We got we got plenty of stuff. He's what are your names? You Bill's good beers. Billy and Mo. Billy and Mo, where where are you guys from? I don't even know what that. Oh, man, we're neighborhood park. people, right? Yeah. Oh, Fantastic. Where are you guys at? Uh, oh, right, right on. Very yeah. good. Cool. Uh, well, guess what? Nice for you to hand it to me, but but you gotta open it. Right, right. There you go. Oh, nice. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so see, yeah, well, happy Friday, you guys. guys. We, we the Cle- the Cleveland Moto Podcast. The Cleveland Moto Podcast is a public service. Nice to meet you, young man. We provide alcoholic beverages to the public as much as we can. This is our thing. Yeah, ten years ago. Yeah. Or you? We we've had it for the past five years. So for the people yeah. listening to the that. podcast that can't see any of this, and then the we've, we've and we're talking about two wonderful people show up and they're walking me? around Smoke. and checking things oh, out. Billy, have you ever ridden a motorcycle? Yeah, I'm gonna. All right, what kind? That would be back in 1979, and that was a Honda. I was the back end of it with somebody that was driving. Step. I will never ride a motorcycle again. My daughters ride on a motorcycle. Yeah, that's again. Uh, that's exactly it. And you know what? That's a good instinct. Where are you coming? Right. Where are you coming from? Yeah. Um, they literally live right around the corner. Yeah, they <laughs> were just out and about, yeah. supporting oh, okay. the yeah. local people, wandering so around and supporting West Park. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. what we do. Yeah, I love West it. Are you a professional? 
Uh, yeah, I am a professional. I could tell. Yes, I am. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a professional many things. <laughs> there, there's only <laughs> one thing I'm an amateur. Trying to get him out of here. Good luck. Wires and yes. Oh, yeah. There's there's trip hazards. It's all good. You could yeah. literally step on one thing and shut us all off. Yeah, OSHA is not part of this operation so awesome. at all. That's okay. That's yeah. why it works. No, no. Well, now we have new neighbors, so they took over the place next door. And you remember what's hilarious is that used to be a photography studio. Right. That's and you know right. who's in here right now? A new guy just bought it. He's a photography studio. Uh, so the sign will be accurate. It only took 20 years, but the sign will be accurate again. It will awesome. be a photographic studio. Where do you guys Please get those cars? I buy them from Japan. They come in from Tokyo. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they're little Boy, Japanese cars. They're adorable, aren't they? Yeah, they're all yeah. for sale. I would say adorable. Well, they're no, I'm totally okay with adorable. One of them has Hello Kitty cuddling Godzilla <laughs> yeah. on it. <laughs> so if true. you have Hello Kitty, I just think they're just amazing to look at. They're fun. Yeah, adorable is not something I use. There's a difference. <laughs> you know how something is. You know, I can tell you how you know when something's adorable. If you name it, it's adorable. <laughs> yep. It's a nice looking car. Thank you. All right. When <laughs> you're ready to name it. it, when you're ready to Although, name it, come and talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> I've, named, gonna have I've named my I'm, wiener, and I don't think I'd like a girl oh, calling it adorable. Oh, that's adorable. What'd you name it, Tidy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, it's a go. good day. Hey, Josh, uh, that's a day. very nice <laughs> penis. Well, thank you so much for swinging by. I'm sure it is. Thank you for inviting us. You guys are great. I'm so glad you showed up. You know what's going on. I talked. I, I talked to Steve from the West Side. <laughs> he said you guys are coming by, and that was nice. Yeah. Steve, God Apparently bless. Yeah. He's so he's so considerate. Come back All next right. Friday. All right, we'll Paul, I'm gonna follow you on YouTube, right? We'll look yes, up later. Look up Cleveland Moto. We'll call it Cleveland Moto. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's right on the sign. All right, guys. Have a great one. Cheers. We'll see Cheers. You guys. Yep. Where can we find you? Cheers. On all of it. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. All of it. Cheers. You know him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say that? I don't. What I do? I said cheers. Cheers. I said cheers. You said cheers. West County. West Come on, Mo. What the hell are you doing over there? West County Clagg. Okay. Clay, yeah, Clay. absolutely. Sure. Yeah. yeah West County Clay. West County Clay. Yeah. All right. And that's what started. All right, the cheers. boss is talking. That, that's it. <laughs> you know they re they redid the uh, twenty three and Me Matrix, and it turns out a lot more people are Scottish than they <laughs> thought they were. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Am I getting this right though? They weren't anywhere other than home, and they're just on Yes. They're walking down the street. <laughs> they're enjoying the neighborhood. Yeah, and Dick, they are. They are. Yeah. So okay, Definitely no, this is. A thing. I want. A I think our podcasters should know about this. In Ohio, they've decided that the bars should close at 10 p.m. Right. Oh, that's where he's coming. So from. at 10 p.m., the bars in Ohio are closed yep. now at 10 p.m. That's not usual for us. They're normally you know drinks 10. off the table by 2:30. Yeah, and he he yeah, drank all you, at 10 p.m. Here, buy like three or four right. more beers. So. Well, what has happened right. is it's turned into people escaping from the bars <laughs> and wandering into parking lots in situations like this. Right. Yeah. Just, just if you look down at the clock, it is actually 10 it p.m. right 10 now. 10 o'clock on the dot. on the money. Yep. Which means so the city of Cincinnati, the mayor of Cincinnati, <laughs> has said, "Please, governor, let the bars be open later." Because what's happened is there's too much chaos happening outside of the bars. Well, it well, turns yeah. out in the bars, you have a regulator called a bartender. Right. And the bartender and the bar owner and the liquor control department all make sure, like Uncle Sam, when I was 18 years old, Uncle Sam kept me from killing myself. Right. I was in the army. Right. <laughs> now, it turns out that bartenders and bar owners will keep people like him 
from wandering out in traffic. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I want to go talk to that Buick. Nice well, and he's not tired enough. Yeah, and like when you're shit faced and tired at 2 right. a.m., right. you just want to go to bed. You just want to go to bed. But when you're shit faced and it's 10, 8, 10 p.m., you can get in all kinds of trouble. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of you bad things can happen. Yeah, that's right. exactly right. And that's that, I mean, that's a real thing. Uh, last night I came into the I came into the shop, shut things down, made sure everything was great. Uh, you know, did some neighborhood stuff and rolled out at about 9 p.m. or whatever made sure the place was cool and buttoned up we had the vehicles the you know big four-wheeled vehicles parked in the front as we do for enhanced mm-hmm. security of course this morning when i came in i found a roquetta dirt bike side panel <laughs> <laughs> like the whole side like you know like a quarter of a pig i found a quarter of a roquetta side panel like the whole thing that said roquetta a hind quarter yep a mid a midsection you know Oh, the belly. Where'd that come from? Yeah, the flank. And I'd found this just laying by my door. And it had been so gravel. Like, this thing had been so fucked. Yeah. And it's a Roquetta dirt bike, which you mean is like garbage. Mm. There is nothing worse. This thing had been dropped at least 50 times. Yeah. And yet it had been dropped in front of my door as well. So some window licker was in front of my door, (laughs) worshiping the bikes we have inside. And his motorcycle fell apart <laughs> while he was there. You know what I'm impressed, though? <laughs> yeah. Is that that plastic held up because the, the plastic on my Chinese Grom that I got right. rid of, the towel yeah. out, that just turned into dust on its own. It's so, like, that's pretty impressive. It just went back to China. That's amazing <laughs> that the Roquetta plastic is actually better than the fucking towel towel plastic. The I Rota- thought maybe you had, like, the local dog strain to this pick up motorcycle parts and bring it back, <laughs> <laughs> back here. This Roquetta side panel. So, I, when that's I came good. to the shop... <laughs> I came to the shop and like James is already in there because he wakes up early and stuff because he's like an old man. He pays $500 for a giant 300 pound ball. Steel ball. Yeah. We can lift that later. A fake. No. Oh, no, no I don't interest. think we can. I can get it up. Can you? Yeah, yeah, can that's, what you're, that's what I've heard. I can lift that's a steel ball. Yeah. What he's got a 200 pounds. Oh my yeah. God. It's a 200 pound and ball. It I came in a giant it's wooden a, crate. It's called a Atlas stone. Yeah. Atlas but it's an Atlas stone that you can change how much weight. Can you get it above your shoulders? No, I can't get it up. <laughs> how much? How much did he pay for this ball? A lot of money. Yeah, like right. a lot of money. What's it roll made it, of? Roll that out here, John. What's it made of? Well, the outside of it's plastic, and then it is. Uh, there's a big, big Allen bolt on the side that you can load it with more weight. Oh. So you can make it weigh more, but yeah. right now it weighs almost 200 pounds. All right, lift it up, John. Yeah. Oh boy. Wait. No, no. seriously. If you lift it up, don't, you might lose a testicle. Yeah, or, yeah, don't blow out your sphincter. Yeah. Don't don't let it get the only rolling. Thing, I mean, like James does strongman competitions yeah, and stuff. Right yeah, there's yeah. right. Don't use your back. Yeah, yeah, tech- no, no. <laughs> this is bad. I just lifted with like a really big ball. I just lifted with my sphincter. Yeah, I would. I'm very. I'm very proud of. I'm very proud of the fact that I do not do any calisthenics or exercises really. Right, and. I was able to pick it up, and James was like, shit. Yeah, wow. Chris Smith up. likes it because that yeah. kept his whole company's in business for a long time. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, the guys yeah. that came in like, oh, yeah, my God, yeah. I'm back. Yeah, it just, is clearly, <laughs> it is a worker's comp plane waiting to happen. Just, just don't get let that thing get rolling because it'll Let's take roll anything. Roll it out oh, in the Lorraine. Roll it in the Lorraine Road. Oh, yeah, my God. Awesome oh, my God. I'm going to roll it out in Route 6 here and see what happens. Roll it out in Route 10 and see what happens. Yeah, I want to see the first lowered Camaro that hits that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I want to no. see that go from the front to the back of a poorly made American car from the 90s. That's the right thing. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go pick it up for you. No, no. With, you guys are all... Oh, my God. Yeah, I'll pick it up for you. There's going to be damn... There's kidneys and... So no, it's a really bad idea. And the idea yeah, behind no. is you have to get down real low. Yeah. No, no, I can't no, even get no, a no, 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 don't do that. Kind of squeeze it with your so leg Phil leg. is on the ground right now trying to oh, wrangle uh, this ball up. Yep, it's too mm-hmm. slippery right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's too, too, yeah. Uh, too slippery. Yeah. You have to get the, the gription gloves and the, the, gription, the, the spray adhesive and things. No, 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 no. I'm not even going to try. Yeah, no. Chris, I know you could do it. So far. You don't need to prove anything. They keep, they keep. My no staff keep, here. <laughs> well, so my staff keeps bringing more and more weightlifting equipment into the shop. Yeah. <laughs> so I give them a big bonus every year and they buy basically Heavy buy things. lead with it. Right, right. <laughs> Honestly. And I buy lead too, but I put it out the end of a 762. Right. <laughs> and uh, did he know that you could just bit a big dodgeball and fill it with cement? Well, you know, among oh, yeah. Other, yeah, you did the same thing I did. Yeah, yeah right. I got it off the ground, but I can't hang on to it. I'm too well, it's slippery. Moving. It's moving. Yeah, I'm too slippery. But so every time they grab one of these pieces of equipment, like I'm the guy, I'm the joke guy yeah. that they're all like, let's see if Phil can lift it <laughs> no. because they know that I'm not at right. all into that shit. So they bought a thing called today called uh, a jump box. Oh, that's the and thing to me, jump a jump up. box is something you use to start cars, right? right? Or jump over, <laughs> right? To them, a right, jump it's like box a, like a pack of cards is literally a box that you jump up that has to. a twelve-inch side, a fourteen-inch side, and a sixteen-inch side. Yeah, fuck that! And you literally go from a standing <laughs> ground to jump up on top of the box. Yeah, yeah start like, with the two-inch box. How much box. did it cost? <laughs> I, it came from China of all places. Uh, and it's made of wood. There's now, some, we have wood in, in yeah. Ohio. We have tree carcasses. In, in my industry, right. they, they have a thing. So, like, when, you're, when yeah. you have a grip come in, right? Yeah, right. So, when somebody's shorter or you yeah. need somebody up, they, they call them apple boxes. Yeah. And they're little little wooden boxes, yeah, oh yeah. and they come in different sizes. Yeah, absolutely. So, a set of those. This one day, I was like, you know what? Yeah. How much is a set of apple boxes? Now, granted, this is... A half inch plywood nailed together yeah. with like some like branded thing that's I'll branded into later. it, yeah. right? Yeah. And a set of them was nine hundred and fifty dollars. Oh wow. And I'm like, what kind of drugs do you have to do to buy a nine hundred and fifty set of little wooden boxes? And my point is, we shouldn't be more importing any of this. No, no, no. trees are no. falling down in my yard. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Hey my team, pet- hey team, we still have two and a half inches. Left. To go, yeah. So we that's, gotta, all we gotta get that's all I got. That's all I got. I'm gonna tell you, Sorry, team. The uh, <laughs> my pet peeve is Peloton. So every time they bring in a piece, Peloton. Of, every time they bring in a piece I of sporting hate. equipment, they bring in a piece of sporting equipment. I get to go in there and my drag my 51 year old ass against this piece of sporting equipment. And today they had the jump box. Yeah. So I, the jump box, I was like, well, how high does it go? And they're like 16 inches. So I was like, <laughs> so set it for 16. So two tires? So they uh, rotate uh, the, they rotate the jump box until the jump box is 16 inches tall. And I had to stand there and think about what I was going to be like when I fell off this jump box. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to try to vertical jump onto a 16-inch jump box. White man can't jump. Exactly. But it turns out white men can center their mass in the universe and their legs can jump up really quick. So ah. my, my ass stayed exactly the same elevation. You just put your feet up on But my feet went up. <laughs> <laughs> you just put your feet up on So it turns out my butt and my head stayed in the same place in the universe in the grand scheme of things. But my feet went up 16 inches. And right. I achieved... And, and that's a long way. 16 inches is a long fucking way. My wife is convinced 
that's 16 inches. So, I got on top of that box, and then James is like, well, you landed too hard. And I was like, James, fuck you. I'm 200 pound human being. I'm going to land as hard as I'm going to land. Don't shame me. You guys just gave me my second million dollar idea in one fucking podcast. I'm going to make a new fucking ruler for wieners measuring and it's going to be all wrong. So like this big is like nine. And then like this is like (laughs) the reverse measuring. 240 millimeters, motherfucker. Did you start at the base or did you start at the tip? Did you have to start at the base? I'm five and a quarter inches. <laughs> and I, I think am completely average. average. First I, time in my life, McMurray is average. <laughs> and I think Cameron's new show is going to be called You Landed Too Hard. You Landed Too Hard. <laughs> so you have to light on the jump box. You cannot land on it. You have to You have to effortlessly So James does it. it, and James's feet, when he hit the... It sounded like my cat jumping on the couch, right? Didn't happen. Right when I land on the jump box, it sounds like the space shuttle, right? Docking. It's not cool. So then James tells me, James tells me that that's 16 inches. James tells me he can jump 34 inches. I don't doubt it. 34 yeah. inches. Have you seen James? James is thick. James is built like a guy who throws those boulders. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing, though. He's building muscle, though. Yeah, he's yeah. got a lot of muscle. Yeah. And technique. But if he can jump up to a 34-inch vertical jump... Yeah. And James is not like a dainty ballerina. No. No. James is like a 240-pound... He got hit by a Prius and did no yeah, damage to him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Exactly. There's things in the world I don't want to hit. One of them is James. Because James is just muscle on top of muscle. So, yeah, the fact that I found out today James can jump 34 inches vertical jump is shocking to me. right. Like, that's amazing. Well, he posts videos. He puts work in, man. The dude works his ass off trying to do something. I don't know what he's doing, but he's (laughs) doing 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 something. He's doing it in a unicorn head is what he's doing. Yeah, right. What he's doing is not drinking. Right. He's not drinking and he's exercising and he's becoming more fit and more strong. I, I totally respect what he's doing. Yeah. But to me, it's busy work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. No, I mean, I'm not saying no, I mean, I, that's nothing against him because right. it's it's a hobby, and yeah. like somebody would say that working on motorcycles is busy right. work. It's whatever yeah, you're into. Whatever. You're into right. It's what you're right. into. I, your I hate doing paperwork, right. and exercise to me is paperwork. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So come out to the sewer plant. You can dig some shit and get a real good workout. Well, we used to joke all the time about CrossFit. Like when we were in our Mentor store, we had a CrossFit place next door. And these guys were like, yeah, we're doing CrossFit. And I was like, come over here and bust up these pallets. Yeah. <laughs> I will show you CrossFit. Yeah. You want to show? I'll show you how fucking CrossFit you can be. Hey, how about instead of moving that tractor tire? Right. When my bike breaks down seven miles from home, right. you come you and push, push that it. fucker yeah. all right. the way That's home. Yeah. For I never <laughs> ran this truck of, up for him. Right. I was going to say. <laughs> unload this Would truck. you like to see... Let's see how you deal with a Goldwing on a seven-foot ramp. On its side. (laughs) Yeah. I want to see you deal with a Goldwing on a seven-foot ramp. Because the dude who showed up the other day in the Dodge Monster truck with a Goldwing in the back of it. How did they get it in there? He can suck a mile a day. I drove it in there. (laughs) (laughs) Again. A gun. Again. It's not my job to know how he got it in there. I hope he jumped it in there. Yeah, right. That would be awesome. (laughs) But the fact is, he was looking like he's like, so we're gonna get this out, and you're gonna work on it. I was like, you're wrong twice. Yeah. You you see the you see the Goldwing guy jumping in. He's like, you landed too hard. You landed too hard. (laughs) What kind of Goldwing was it? It was eighty one. 
Oh, oh uh, it's an eighty-one. A worthless, oh. worthless Goldwing. It, it didn't. It did not make it out of the truck. Yeah, GL eleven hundred. It yeah. did not make it out it's of the truck. It's not even a good GL. Not the only even, good yeah. GL eleven hundred is an eighty-three. I I load, I load ridiculous numbers of motorcycles into ridiculous types of trucks here at this building. It's what I do. I pride myself on my ability to do it. And when that dude showed up and I walked out and saw that Goldwing in the back of the truck, I was like, you are proper fucked. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? I was like, you're proper fucked. And he goes, how am I proper fucked? I'm like, one, you got it in there. Yeah. And I don't think anybody can get it out. Right. And I'm like, my best recommendation is a strong reverse and then a brake lock. <laughs> <laughs> because if it comes out sideways, at least it's out. Yeah, right. Because right now it's fucking your truck up. Right. And the best thing you can do is get that gold wing out of your truck. Well, all it needs is a carb clean. No, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wronger than wrong is ever wronged. It doesn't need a carb clean. It needs everything. No, it needs a burial. It needs a water <laughs> pump. <laughs> right now, it needs a carb clean. I tell you what, you need to go to an open mic. You know what? You know what's really the problem is though. You'd require the audience to yell shit at you. Wait for them to say something and then come back. Then go back. And I'm Cameron. And Mike drop. And I've been Vanderhorst. I've I've Vanderhorst the shit out of this place. But you know what's funny is with all these things, with vintage motorcycles, what I will tell you is they give you the glimmer of hope. Yeah. You rebuild the carbs and you're like, the carbs are rebuilt. I'm going to go ride this bike. And then you go ride that bike for exactly 30 minutes. And it's putting out 11 volts. Because <laughs> the alternator Exactly. Yeah. So now you spend seven hours getting the electrical system working and you ride the bike exactly 30 minutes. And then what happens? The water pump takes a shit. So you've ridden the bike for an hour and a half grand total. You've spent $33,000. And you realize you're riding a piece of shit. Yes. This is hitting a little too <laughs> close to home, guys. I mean, we need to, to cool it down. And before any of that, you should have changed the timing belts. Also, first step. First step. It is... I had a guy call me today. The first time I've had this phone call, the guy said, I've got a 2005 Rocket 3. Get your head around that, guys. It's a 2005 <laughs> Triumph yeah. Rocket 3. That's 2,300 cc's. With three, that's how many of them they sold, right? <laughs> <laughs> All three of them. And he said, no, he in Australia, those fuckers love that bike. Yeah, because it's flat. Yeah. Because it turns out you could do anything with a 7.3 turbo diesel or a Rocket 3. Yeah. Right. Wow. You could have 19 car truck trailers behind you or a Rocket 3. Right. Right. The dingo ate your baby or a rocket three. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> but I digress. He called me and said, can you make my rocket three louder? And I went, yes. Hacksaw. <laughs> because, because the answer to that is an honest fucking yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you guys, if you ever call my shop and say, can you make my rocket three louder? Yep. My answer is always yes. For money. Yeah. Well, yeah. one, and I yeah, love the idea of making bucks. a Rocket 3 louder because <laughs> yeah. it turns out you've hit my fetish. <laughs> like you've hit where my ball gag is right. Perfect. Yeah. Like yeah. if you want to know who I like, who I am at three in the morning, can you make my Rocket 3 louder? Yes. In fact, there's nothing I want to do more right now than make your Rocket 3 louder. Did you say it was a 2005? 
So it's like a really old Rocket 3. Is it red? Is it a red rocket? I don't care. It's going to be a red rocket. Oh, that would be great. Okay, so the red rocket. Um, so I'm like, well, yes, you can make it louder. He goes, well, I called the Triumph shop down the street. And they said they couldn't make it louder. And I was like, well, <laughs> okay. They're Challenge. not trying hard enough. Challenge accepted. Right. <laughs> oh, this guy's all about oh, the loud. Yeah, there you go. They got a whole crew going on over here. No, no headlight on the one guy. No headlight on the other guy, yeah. Right? yeah. He had the electrical problem I fixed earlier. But he's got his club vest on with the gun pocket, so oh, he's okay. Yeah. You he's know he's good. okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got at least 38 calibers. That's right. So I told the guy, I was like, yeah, I'll make it louder. And he goes, so what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to... None of your fucking business. I was, like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what's our budget? So he goes, like, what do you mean? I was like, well, what's our budget? Like, right. if we want to talk about, like, $3,000... I got friends in high places. We can make it sound amazing yeah. and have power to match. And he's like, well, no, I'm talking about, like, 700 bucks." Right, you're talking decibel, decibel per dollar. And I went, well, I have a 24-inch drill bit. And a sawzall. <laughs> and, and as long as I got a 24-inch drill bit, we're going to make it louder. Did you, is that how you dated originally? You just told people <laughs> that you had a 24-inch drill bit? That's it. I would say a whole saw. 916s, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it turns out they don't make them that big in metric. <laughs> oh, so when you're getting a 24-inch drill bit, you have to get SAE. Ah, yeah. Okay. Right. Good, good. So what but happened? Yeah. So what did you do it? Or uh, no, I told him what I was going to do. And I realized he wasn't into that. And I said, he wasn't into getting reamed. <laughs> well, I said, I said, you cur- I said, you currently have reamed. one big hole. I said, you currently have one big hole and a place where more hulks could be. Yeah. I said, so if you look at the back of your motorcycle, there's one big hole and then there's space <laughs> where more holes could be. Right. I will put more holes there. Yeah. And he went, and what will that do? I said, it'll make it louder. Oh. And he goes, but I'm worried about fucking it up. And I'm like, no. Nah. No, it's already <laughs> fucked up. We're going to unfuck it. You bought a Rocket 3. You bought a Rocket right. 3. The situation was already pretty <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> they took a little bit of a car motor and put it in their motorcycle going the wrong direction. Triumph yeah. was sitting there one day and they were like, wow, have you seen the Honda Rune? They're like, yeah. yeah. What can we do to make something even more fucked up? And they were like, Rocket 3. Yes. I'm convinced that drugs in England weren't strong enough. They had to talk to people in Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced that there were no drugs in England hard enough to create the Rocket 3. I'm convinced they had to call in the Danes. I'm I'm convinced they had to get proper Amsterdam. Like the, the yeah. presentation yeah. the presentation from the design crew yeah. was one third sniffs. That's exactly. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure somebody went have you seen my friend Cosworth? <laughs> well, I mean, the Rocket 3 is kind of like Cheech and Chong in Denmark. With yes. E.T. the extra testicle. <laughs> it's a twin. It's yes. the extra testicle. <laughs> so what we need is a rally car, but it only has two wheels. Okay. It needs to look like it had a Harley love affair. Right. But I honestly, I told the guy, I was like, look, it's a 15-year-old Triumph. Right. You can't really go too far wrong. Right. So drill some holes in the fucker <laughs> right. until you get it loud enough that makes you happy. What but about dude, just if, taking the muffler off for starters? And so it's a three reverse. into one into three. So what? the way they built this thing, uh, I don't want to get into details because God forbid it's a motorcycle podcast. But does it come apart <laughs> at all? Well, there's like a good half hour where there was just, I don't even know what was happening. For of course, my answer is always the same thing. Get to the three, three slime, three yeah. stays where it is because yeah. it's a car motor. You go three into one. 
That's fine. And then take the one part and turn it into a leaf blower tip. Right? <laughs> so you just make that into a leaf blower. Yeah, that tip you found laying on the street. Right. That would have been perfect. perfect. Yep. A, a Magnaflow. A Magnaflow <laughs> off of a Cummins, yep. a Dodge That's Cummins, perfect. whatever. Perfect. And that would sound heavenly for the probably this guy. if you're deaf if you're deaf <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly if you can only hear things on a seismic level did he ask right. for a stereo that he no he didn't play? and so i gave him that advice i said well go to home depot and get yourself a 24 inch long drill bit and have fun at it and just really go after it and just fucking get up in there and just really earn it right indiscriminately yep. too not, indiscriminately. Not, not just the exhaust just I, he's like well, well he's like how far in should i go and i said measure the silencer and go two inches shorter yes that's good advice that's, that is good advice. i think that's good advice i feel strong strongly about that I said, as far as you can go all the way out the other end of the silencer <laughs> make it truly inlet and outlet exhaust yep. Yep. so you start getting millennium yeah. from the uh from the catalytic converter yes. you know you've Excellent. done you've done that's a good that's a good <laughs> so, point too speaking that you're talking about english guys and drugs and things like that i know a couple of these guys were familiar with this guy but i've just recently become a, an enamored with this dude he's the bob ross of motorcycle insane modifications he's also like a nuclear physicist and a fucking rocket engineer and he takes things like a Kawasaki Z1. Ryan May. And makes 27 a, cylinder Kawasaki. It's a six. It's a yeah, six yeah, cylinder right, in all systems. Yeah. But have you ever heard of Alan Milliard? Yeah. Yep. Milliard. Yep. Yeah. The guy's fucking amazing. Yeah. He uh, does, anybody that listens to this podcast, right. go to right. YouTube. Yep. First of all, subscribe to Cleveland Motor Podcast. But then after that, right. go and subscribe to this guy. He's right. only got like 78,000 subscribers. Right. He deserves 10 billion. He does. It's yeah, Alan Milliard. Brilliant. And his whole jam is multi-cylinder motorcycles that they didn't build. Yeah, right. But like, also, he takes the the like the what do you call them? Uh, the, the Holy Grail motorcycles, and then cuts them in half and makes yes! them oh, better. Yeah. Like my favorite thing is when he takes a Kawasaki H two, yeah, which is three cylinders, and makes it into nine. Yeah. Well, he also did the the, the Kawasaki. The bottle. He did the, the V twelve. Kawasaki, which yes. is the six, the KZ thirteen hundred, thirteen hundred times yep. two. But yep. the best part of yeah. this is like, okay, so you're like, okay, so some guy has this amazing shop, yeah. like all these things. No, he's got a hacksaw, a welder, <laughs> right? A, like a, a, a gar, an English garden where no, he, he like welds, uses his using right. like the power leads yeah. off the two twenties fifty fifty yeah. hertz AC, right? It's amazing. Yeah. This guy yeah. is the man. It's magic, and yeah. it's also Bob Ross. Yeah. So he's like, so today. What I'm going to do no, it's is, brilliant. yeah, it's yeah, this he's, fucking. You got to watch that guy. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I feel strongly about that. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. he is the guy. Yeah. And like, so I was if you're so excited. Watching him and you're watching well, AVE, you you're probably in the right. Oh yeah. Ballpark. Yeah. yeah. Keep your dick in advice. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's it. Exactly. Hey, you totally yeah. killed the bottle of Colonel E. H. Taylor. We did. It was delicious. Almost. I had the last Almost. snippet. I'm there. No, you didn't. Oh no. Look at that. What's that? Honestly, I stood up earlier and I felt crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the podcast definitely had a different tinge after that bottle got the half. You said tinge, I said taint. Okay. Oh, Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah. That was it. Right All right, me. so that's it. Anybody else got anything else? No. no so, no, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Um, oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm building a CT90 with a clone motor. You should. Yeah, yeah. you should. I think that's I'm, a smart move. I'm trying to, yeah. to make the ultimate adventure bike in my eyes <laughs> from mid-ohio <laughs> yes the ultimate I, adventure so, bike so i, I in my eyes i purchased on separate occasions a ct90 right we, we discussed this last episode right with the I, reverse upside trailing link suspension yes yeah 
No, 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 this is telescopic. No, he's got oh, the telescopic. Oh, his telescopic. Yours is a K1. Mine's a K1. It's a 69. Right. 69. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I, was, I got it running. I, uh, did you really? I, yeah, I did. I did. Oh, in cool. like the first day, I, I cleaned the carburetor and, and it ran. That's Pete was able to do in nine years. Well. And hey, 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 hey. No shots there. <laughs> it ran. It ran for him. And then it exploded. It exploded. Yeah, exploded. It, uh, exploded. I, th- I think something in the clutch. Don't the SL explode it? Yeah. Don't get rid of the motor. No, I'm not getting rid of the motor. I'm going to rebuild the motor. Oh. But but he's not going to use it in that button. No. But in the meantime, <laughs> I purchased. That's going into the trail. That's hopper. going in a lawnmower. Yeah. Yeah. That's going in a blender. In the meantime, I purchased a uh, a Piranha 140. Ooh, with, that's what I was going to say. Hello, sailor. That's a good motor with yeah. electric start. Whoa! Oh, you're a pussy. semi-auto. <laughs> semi-auto. Yeah, there you so go. So that I can still hold a beer in my right. left hand. Semi-auto. That's a Mid Ohio adventure bike exactly. right there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am in the process of the old engine is out and the right. new engine is in. Oh but shit! But I'm, I'm still hooking all, all, all the things up. Yeah, so that was did fast. it come with a wiring harness, or do you have to use it, the old one? It came. With, it came with a wiring harness that would not be used for for anything. Right. Really. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that's it. Yeah. With a um, 28 gauge wire. <laughs> do you know anybody who knows anything about electrics? No. 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 I don't. It would be really useful if I did, but I don't know. Let me tell you something about my friend alternating current. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the interesting thing is yeah. the, the old bike or the bike, the bike is six volts. Right. Yes. And the engine is 12 volts. Yes, it is. So, yep. Um, yep. But it's all know. grounded. Well, yes. as we all are. <laughs> <laughs> as far as you know. Right. Yeah, it's it's yes. negative ground, so you're okay. Right. Yeah. It, I mean, uh, part of the problem was finding a battery that'll fit that's 12 mm-hmm. volts. Yep. I oh have some. yeah, in the well, yeah, yeah, I know. They can be pretty small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's but, what uh, she said. <laughs> Sorry, but wait, wait a second. What? So, is it too tall? Well, just I mean, you, the original battery for this thing is like that yeah. big. Yeah, you get the it's alarms. So the twelve volt yeah. alarm system battery. Yeah, because well, that's a sixty nine. Yeah. That's yeah, cheap. So that's right. really it's yeah. like that tiny. Yeah, it's yeah, like this big, right? But wait, didn't you didn't you you found a surprise crack though too, right? Oh, yes, I, I forgot about that. I forgot about Scariest to me. I've yeah. never seen that, but that's... I I found a crack in the top of the. Uh, if you know the CT90, there's yeah. a tube that runs all the way from the engine to the to the. Yes, it's stock. called the frame. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that little tube, that tube, that straw, that metal straw that is called the frame. That thing. That, it's it's yeah. mostly paint, but it's, <laughs> it's mostly <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> It is cracked. Yeah. Well, he put CLR in it. Get your money back. Fucking yeah. right away. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to give weird. you a tip right now. Do you own a 110 welder? I do. That's not enough. Okay. I'm going to recommend going to a 220 on this one. Yeah. A 110 is going to make some spectacular fireworks. Yeah. It's going to take metal away. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Is I already tried it. Oh, you did? Yeah. And I, I made this lovely blobby mess. <laughs> on top of yeah, the frame okay, right, right. and yeah. I, I i stood on top of it and i yeah. tried to like break it to stress it and right. it's it's not breaking it's not going All right. but it will you have break. a good grinder yes then you're good <laughs> but here's the thing good wa- good grinder bad welder the scariest thing is that i rode this thing yeah like three days ago yeah before i noticed the crack before you noticed the crack. at like right. 35 miles an oh hour. yeah yeah 
And uh, yeah, you've talk been about down it, yeah. at sixty on a scooter. What's the difference? Yeah, fine. You're good to go. Yeah. yeah. You spent. You already set the land speed record for the CT90 at 35 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, Jesus <Christ. laughs> oh my God. Well, I do think that. So if you've got a good weld, I mean, if you've managed to get penetration, That's one thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna grind it smooth, cool. see yeah. if it looks pretty. It's fine. Yeah. But, right. Yeah. Not too bad. If not, Phil it. can sell you a frame from a Honda uh, <laughs> Urban Express. Hold on, <laughs> Urban Express. No, I can actually get out my fucking stick welder oh, and right. we can penetrate there the way go. we should. Yeah. There Which, by go. the way, all you fools buying welding rods, just yeah. use coat hangers. Oh my God. Just bad Chad, the new Discovery Channel yeah. guy, just yeah, uses yeah. coat hangers. I so learned how fine. to braze. So I learned how to braze using coat hangers and uh, map gas. There you go. So that's how I learned how to braze weld. So well, I braised using coat hangers and map gas, and that's how I did a lot of stuff. You yeah. Know? Well, speaking of welding, I've got there I've is got something a- to say about the, but about using a rod because it it creates a shield around the, shielding the weld gas, yeah. to, to yep. stop it from oxidizing. No, I still like weld. stick. Right. Re- I mean, I still like no, stick, stick welding. Welding is yeah. way better. Than I like it. Than, I mean, I mean yeah. I'd rather stick weld. But well, because it, it, it you don't need a bottle. No. To, yeah. No, and you can lay down a good weld with a stick. Yeah, and yep. you, like you said, Phil, you can penetrate. I so. can penetrate. It's yeah. it's not quite yeah. as easy as yeah. the as the the metal hot glue gun that is the MIG right. welder. Though. The MIG welder is, is a, a hot metal glue hot glue gun. gun. It really is. You're like, look, I I can make my name. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a, a MIG welder, like even the Harbor Freight MIG welder, if yeah. you put in some good wire, Lincoln, Lincoln wire, yeah, yeah, put the Lincoln and wire then put in it, it to the high setting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it'll do a pretty good. Oh job. no, I, okay. I've got I've got a, a really nice Hobart. MIG welder, yeah. and uh, it it does great, right. but it's still a MIG welder. It's, it's like I've seen the yeah. the AVE video where yeah. he's like, "Don't even try with the MIG welder; just get a TIG or, or stick with stick." Yeah, you know, it's stick is way better. Yeah. It, it is. It really is, and and I still I use my stick welder probably way more than I use my MIG welder. Mm-hmm. And then there are times the MIG welder comes out, and I have to use it. And honestly, I have not bought. I've taken the classes, but I haven't purchased a TIG welder. Yeah. only because of me not doing enough welding to necessitate it. Like, I don't have enough work to justify me owning a TIG. And, uh, and I don't me like owning duty a cycle on. I don't like the duty cycle on a MIG. I mean, yeah. Yeah. mine's only got a... I mean, I have a, a Lincoln. Yeah. But it's kind of like a 20% duty cycle. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's worthless to me. I mean... I have a Harbor Freight and a Miller, and I, I did, like, the official testing both of them against each other. With the same Lincoln wire in both welders. Yeah. So I use the exact same 30, 0.30 wire in both welders. And they're both uh, argon. They're both gas welders. Yeah. And I ran them against each other. And I did the best I could do. Meaning I just jiggled my hand as you do. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> I know. I'm, Look, I'm not a welder. That's okay. all I did on this frame. So. A fucking line of dimes is just Parkinson's. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> I don't give a shit who you are. If you can do a stack of dimes, it's just Parkinson's. You're just joining well two done. pieces of metal. Yeah. That's it. When you've got it, you, your bead, yeah. you're knitting the two things together. You're yes. making a little yeah. circles. You're going right. from this side yeah. over this side, and you're making a little puddle exactly. between the two things and making mm-hmm. sure you, you're melting one side and the and other And then when side, I, take you know, my, I take my chop saw through it and I cut through it and see what I've done mm-hmm. and what I realize is that half the time I've created a good weld on the north side that I was right. looking at. It's not attached at all on the that other side. on the south right. side I'd either blown out completely yep. and exploded so it's not even there anymore or I've managed to weld yep. it together. So the problem is the part of the weld that I can't see I can't control mm-hmm. and until you cut what the work you've done apart <sighs> literally in, in twain you've yep. rendered it in twain 
you don't know what's happened on the backside of your welds. Well, if you're not going to magna flux your welds and exactly. fuck it, right. I mean, it's yeah. not. It doesn't make the best any thing difference. we're doing magna is all the same flux. thing that we're doing always. We're just magna fucking. It's literally flux. whiskey throttle. I'm not. I'm not right. a welder. I no. I have found that my best results come <laughs> from just doing a tack and then doing another tack <laughs> and then doing another tack until you get right. a weld all Stitch the way across. Yeah, Stitch exactly. it together. Right. Stitch it together. And you're I fine. am by no means a welder. Yeah. I would love to learn more, but. For now, this is what I can do. But right. do you know what? Like, so I, 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 I video a lot of professional welders. Like, that's one yeah. of the things we do for the trade unions that we weld or shoot video for. Mm -hmm. And honestly, even the pros, a lot of times, because you don't want to warp metal, right? They, they will tag, 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 tag. And then they get work. into the point yep. where there's only like a yeah. centimeter where they're actually filling in right. between all the tags. Yep. So it's probably not a bad way to go, to yep. be honest with you. Yep. And, yeah. and realistically, you are joining metal to metal. Yeah. So yep. I mean, that's. That's it. The fact that that bike is from 1969 and you're considering putting a motor in it that will let it go 60 miles an hour. That sounds like mid-Ohio good style yeah. right there. Here's, here's my, my ultimate goal with this bike yeah. is that it is a... I, I miss... Remember a couple mid-Ohio's ago, I sold my SP200. Yeah, yep. exactly. Um, <laughs> you rode it there and didn't even have a ride home. I did not have a ride home. I sold my bike and I don't know how to get home. And that's so, fucking mid-Ohio, man. So I, I really miss having a dual sport <laughs> right. bike, right. but at the same time, I don't like the space that a dual sport bike right. takes up, even exactly. if it is a little 250 or 125 yeah. or something like that. So I really like the idea of the CT90. CT's pocket sized. With, yeah. with a 140. Yep. And so I'll be able to do whatever little off-road I do yep. and ride it at 50 miles an hour yep. wherever else I go. So. It's it's absolutely true. And we were talking about, the. we'll take it all the way back. Yeah. A lighter vehicle, a lightweight vehicle that we can have fun with is a fun thing. <laughs> I mean, it really is. And we talk about the Huntsman, the CT125 that Honda's bringing oh, out. Oh, I want that That's so going to be a fuel-injected CT110. Right? And I've never seen, like, the monkey frenzy. Like, all these people that were, like, fucking choking bananas off. Like, I gotta get a monkey! Yeah. Now that the CT125 is coming out, right? All the monkey boys are going bananas. Yeah. Right? So... I want one. Yeah. I'm going bananas. Yeah, yeah. I'm going bananas. I'm totally going bananas. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's that idea. Like, we talk about a company that knows where to hit. Yeah. And Honda knows they hit the Super Cub perfectly right. They hit the Monkey perfectly right. They hit the Grom perfectly right. Those Dude, they were, created a whole genre of these are home runs yeah, around right. a bullshit uh, 125 bike. Like everybody else, Kawasaki, all right. people are like, I can do that too, and they're yeah. like, No, that doesn't sucks. matter. Yeah, doesn't right. matter. Yeah. Oh, it's faster. I don't care. Right. Yeah. Check out right. check out this little gimmick that I'm going right. to do for a little yeah. while, and then. And yeah. so these things that Honda has nailed down, yeah, you know, most of the people I know are going to be out with CT125 Huntsman or whatever yeah. they're calling them, you know, the trail uh, bike. They're going to be riding a CT125 because it is a fun thing. And they're so they're obviously out in different parts of the world, yes. but not here. Yeah. And so there's videos hitting now where these guys are like um, domestic abuse to my Huntsman 125. You think? And I'm riding yeah. it through three feet of water right. and mud and yeah. all this stuff. And guess what? It still is working. Of and course, it's still it is. Running and it's a because fucking I have seen people throw a CT90 yeah. or a Super Cub off the roof of a building, <laughs> down four stories to the ground, and get on and ride the fucking thing. Right. You know, like people have made industries about giving doctors without borders a vehicle that can get them somewhere that they can be hit by, you know, like a poison dart spear in the head. You know. So yeah. I got hip to this dude. Oh, I have to look it up. You know him too. I sent you the thing and you were like, oh, I follow him. 
there's a dude called like C C ninety adventure. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's awesome. He's traveled. He's been to like Zimbabwe and right. other places. And like all he does is take a four gallon thing of gas in the right. middle of his. Yeah. his well, and bit. him, him and some uh, a, a girl who also spheres. has a blog. Yeah, uh, yeah, they they traveled all the way from like Alaska to Argentina on these C nineties. And at some point, the the girl I forget her name. Or her name was Rachel. She yeah. she fell and she she hurt her leg or something yeah. like that. And they turned one of her their C nineties into a trike. And they rode the rest of the way to, to Argentina. Yeah, and and now, that wins. And as far as I'm concerned, she lost her leg. But that's <laughs> oh, well, yeah. No, but this guy, this guy, but, but, but it shows that like, here's the thing. This dude is like legitimately doing it. He's in the middle of nowhere. Like there it's is nothing Chris. around. She doesn't need both legs anyway. But it, but it shows you the simplicity of the bike and why it's good to do stuff like that. Because like yeah. he had an incident where like the back brake wrapped around something and broke all this shit. Okay. And he just took it off and of then course. rode 40 miles to the next day. Right, right. And then they were like, oh, yeah, we have something. And he kind of hammered it to fit and it worked. Of course. And then, did. like, he got to part somewhere where he cut the front end off and the back end off. And then he welded on, like, a, a, a Honda that we don't even have here. So we'd have more suspension. And the thing is still going and still moving. And Again, I, am will, I will say it again. There are a few things on the planet that are tougher than a Trail 90. Yeah, yeah. right. It's I mean, a CT90 might yeah. be the it, toughest it, thing it, on the planet, fine. and it bar none. And it shows you how much fun yeah. the guy's having just doing 40 miles an hour through the world. Oh, yeah. Well, you it know? turns out the difference between 80 miles an hour and 40 miles an hour is five minutes. Isn't that much? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's not that much. Yeah. yeah. And it's true. On that, anybody else got anything else? I do. Chris? So I've got an opportunity to purchase a 2014 Moto Guzzi California. Yes. Um, really good price from what I hear. Yeah. Ridiculously and, good. And so I need some input. The you year know, is I, irrelevant. Pardon me? The year is irrelevant. Because all Cali 1400s are the same bike. So and this the, is a touring model. Right. The touring model is what you want. So the touring the model, cases, you can cases. take things off of a bike but you cannot add things to a bike to make it something else so like a touring model is the right bike to have so the touring it's fantastic it's six speeds it's got adjustable traction control it's got crazy different abs brakes is that the one we rode that one at uh at dustin's house like years ago yeah that bike is sweet yeah, i brought that around so everyone could ride oh, yeah, it around. that was a really it's, nice it's ride. a brilliant motorcycle it weighs 200 pounds less than a harley davidson it's got 40 percent more power it's got um, different uh, power levels. You got. The- you can literally press the button and pick how much power you want to have. Um, the everything about that thing is perfectly dialed in. The shortcomings are that changing a tire is not something you can do in your own garage unless you're really going to get into it, and it will last forever. They tested those bikes in Australia in super high degree temperature heat. Um, People have driven those things hundreds and hundreds of thousands of miles. They do run forever. you got to set the bike up the, the way you like it. Figure out the way you enjoy it. I've had my customers that have bought those bikes, have changed the handlebars, they changed the windshield, they changed the triples. They've done various different things to make them perfect for them. And that's just ergonomic fetishism. Like that's just making the bike perfect for your particular butthole. But like for as a whole motorcycle, as a motorcycle concept, the 1400, it's big, it's heavy, it's powerful as fuck. I mean, it's scary how much power that bike makes. It's a really, really good motorcycle. 
you can adjust the valves yourself with a YouTube video. So that's yay. You're, you're now officially a motorcycle. You're now officially a biker. You can adjust your own valves. Um, the fuel injection system on it is brilliant. It's a really smart fuel injection system. The ABS system is brilliant. Change the brake fluid every three years. Don't put yourself in a bad BMW situation. Um, realistically, it's a great bike. It's a fucking really good bike. And it'll have the mag wheels on it, which means you won't have to deal with the spokes. So that's nice. So that's cool. Um, the Touring is the right one to get. I have the Eldorado. The Eldorado is a little more finicky because of the spoke wheels and stuff like that. But um, it's well, a great motorcycle. Would you buy it if the Eldorado was like a million dollars off? No, I mean saying like his, his price his is price, ridiculous. He's so buying a fucking 1400 for the price of a 750 that's used. Yeah. Like he's getting a 1400 for a 750 that's literally traded right. and used. So the deal is so good. He needs to buy the bike just based on the deal. Even if you don't like it, you probably make money back. You in could five turn minutes. it real quick and make it. And if you don't buy it, I'll buy it. Right. It's a really good and the Seriously. bikes are the bikes are Seriously. honest. I'm totally serious. Yeah. The oh, bikes you are, must have sold a lot of Jankum this month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean, I, well, that's a, that bike you had here. Yeah. It was on the floor yep. for a, like a year or yep. something. That's right. That bike was beautiful. It's a beautiful bike, and and mechanically, <laughs> they really did. They spent all the time making the bike bulletproof. So the engineers spent all the time in the world make, making the bike absolutely bulletproof. And people will argue about like, well, you know, this could have been that much better. Or this could have been that. Like, that is bullshit. Like, as far as just a straight up motorcycle, you can put 100,000 miles on hard and fast. Like, if you want to put 100,000 miles on a bike at 100 miles an hour, that's a big ask. And that bike will do it. Like Gucci will do that. Gucci fourteen hundred will turn you a hundred thousand miles at one hundred miles an hour, and and leave. how and how how quick no are the problem. valve checks? Or you know, what I'm saying like realistically fifteen thousand miles. No, but I'm it's saying like with too. the valve sticking out of the side of the oh fucking, thirty minutes. Yeah, right. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, forty five if you're an idiot. It takes me two days yeah. to even get to yeah. my valve no, on no, my no, super yeah. ten. Right. This is not yeah. an inline four cylinder motor. This isn't a concourse yeah. where it's like okay. I've got, I've now gotten to where the valves are. Yeah. Now I need to measure how many shims I need. Right. And yeah. then now I need to order 16 shims of various sizes. Right. The Gucci has none of that. Right. The Gucci is take off the valve covers. Which are get in sticking with your out. Fuel you no tank removal, no, no, no anything. The tank stays there. on. Yeah. The tank stays on the motorcycle. You take the valve covers off. You get your get feeler gauge in there and you literally... Tighten it down with an eight millimeter and a ten millimeter, right. and it's done. It's, it's finished. And then sold the concourse and exactly. Buy the yeah, so the Gucci is going to be a literally like we joke all the time. It's a brick and a stick, you know, or a rock and a stick. It's a very reliable motorcycle. It's a tool. It's a tool. Yeah, and on top of that, it's stupid fast, and it is stupid fast. Um, I had one to one hundred and thirty-seven miles an hour. Wow. Fully loaded bags and the whole deal, all the garbage, everything on it. And I chickened out at 137 miles an hour. You don't have to do any of these EMS flashes or no. any, any of that bullshit, no. do you? No. Dude, that's the same thing with my Super Tan rate. Everybody's yeah. like, dude, you it, my, my, it, mine's a 2013. Everybody's like, you can't even ride it unless you flash the ECU. <laughs> and It'll I, break. And no, the, the touring yeah. mode is, is, is completely useless and sport's too snatchy. Yeah. Well, touring mode is fucking great for yeah. traffic because it's yep. kind of smooth to roll Smooths into it. it. Yeah. And then when you're in sport, it's 
kind of snatchy, but it's good because you're able to. Yeah. So like, and basically, you leave the Guzzi in touring mode and grand touring mode. You leave it in GT mode all the time, and it's perfect. It's amazing. Yeah. And if you come into rains, press the button, it goes into rain mode. And rain mode is totally safe. It's going to keep you alive. And if you need to do anything, disconnect the battery that does a full throttle position sensor reset. So a TPS reset. We have the computers here. We can do everything you need for it. They're really good bikes. And we've kept customers on the road for ages with that. I mean, that machine came out in 2014. And it was a rock on the day it showed up. So congratulations, Chris, on your new bike. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. You want to have that one. Yeah. Uh, and at the price you're buying it, it's a fucking steal. It's a deal. It's too hot to hold. It's In fact, steal. it's such it's a good deal. deal. It's too hot to hold. Right. It'll, exactly. You know, the price that you're getting it for will make up for the hard five that you spent today. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Anybody got anything else? No. Fuck it. Ride fast. Take chances. Two hours and 45 minutes. Holy shit.